Okay, that was me. <laughs> Spent. And Phil, I saw Phil. Spent minutes on this. Dustin Woodland. Season three. Is how valid is the validity? This, we've been doing this for over a year and a half now. Feels like much longer. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to 107.5 Soft Rock, 85 degrees out. Air quality alert in Middle Tennessee. What's the barometric pressure doing? It's uh, is seven. Does seven sound right? <laughs> go, we're we're dead. Go <laughs> we seven seven sound right? and rising. We have no air. I don't know what that means. I do know that the Bucks, the Bucks won. Oh no, I said one hundred five. That must have been the previous game, one twenty three to one nineteen. Oh, a, they stayed. What a game! Yeah, they really smashed them out. I was, uh, I saw them, and they were close in the beginning of the fourth quarter. It was like ninety four, ninety four, something or ninety. Something, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. I mean, I, I didn't watch. I watched like two games because Danny likes it, but I mean, I, I don't like people shoot baskets in a ball. In a ball, normally shoot balls in a shoot balls in a basket. Balls. Welcome to How Valid Is the Validity, Season Three. We've been doing this now for so long that we've we've got the beginning correct. We yep. now sure. can get into a show. Andy goes four Done, minutes yeah. and counting. It's like a real thing. Yeah, without any mistakes. <laughs> Pro fish. The learning curve is pretty is pretty large here. <laughs> in the studio with me is my father, everyone, uh, oh, oh. my dad. Yeah. Huh? How I, are you? Don't I get some applause, Andy? Don't you have an applause machine? Uh, let me. Oh, I, hold no on. I, I, I do. I do have you one. You got to have one. There we go. I feel, my, I feel better now. <laughs> With the That's thumbs up. Better. Yeah, thumbs up. You got to put the mic in front of your face a little bit more. Bring it. Bring it a little bit more. I'm good. You have a really nice hear, voice, but I can hear it. Well, you have a nice voice. Well, stock market was killer today. Take after you, huh? Stock market was good today, so my inheritance is looking looking a we're little. It's looking about, ripe. We're going to talk yeah. about the inheritance. Yeah, we will. We will. Really, we're going to have to there, talk there's, about a little bit more. There's so much news going on in the last month and a half that we haven't been on air. A ton of stuff, right? I can't even get through it. So what I did was I looked up current events that happened in June because obviously July is not over. So let me just do a fast, a really fast rundown of what happened in June. Are you ready? Andy, you good? I'm ready. Oh, yeah. Coronavirus had updates. Capital right hearing to be held. Shooting in California. Coronavirus gets updated again. A wrong way crash in Kentucky. Shootings throughout the week. Coronavirus updates yet again. Violence attacks across the United States. Juneteenth is now a holiday. I don't even know what number that is. Coronavirus updates for the fourth time. Violence continues throughout the United States. Building collapses in Florida. There you have it. Huh? Was. All good good stuff. That's going to get old really Really fast. It's no wonder people don't even want to look at anything anymore. I. I mean, this is what when you put up current events for June twenty first, those are the twelve things uh, that you good. could click on. Glad everything's what I going like good. is all the crime that's going on in America and everyone who's who's violating every law possible. The poor guy who goes into the Capitol with that flag just got sentenced to eight months. <laughs> now how how, do you, how does that work? Look, man, the poor one guy. I'll tell you how it works. Eight is months. because it's the Capitol number one, yeah. which you shouldn't be able to do that. I don't, you know, I've been there, you've been there, we all been, but I'm not for or against it. It's not, that's not my point. My point of it is you knew the, you knew what was going to happen. Everybody's filming you. 
You know, it, you can't you can't well, go. Oh, you know what? I broke into the Capitol, went into the Senate building with an American flag and some bullhorns. The guy looked like one of the wa- water buffaloes from well, the Flintstones. No, this poor guy was just kind of walking matter. through. He thought he was on a tour. It doesn't matter. He thought he was on a tour. <laughs> that's, that's what he. That's what he this had guy a flag. Done. He was on a tour, and he gets eight months for that. And no one else is going to jail for anything in this country. He gets eight months for the flag. I, I tell you, I tell you, th- look at this guy, huh? Look, that guy. Speaking of jail, yeah. huh? Huh? I think he could do. Uh, he could survive twenty five years. Oh, Stay yeah. away from my house plants, buddy. <laughs> Jennifer. The only thing that ticks me off about this guy is he got to see what's the girl from the Hunger Games? What's her name? Oh, I don't know. Jennifer. Is it Jennifer oh, Lawrence know. or is it is that no. right? I I the she was apparently was it was it oh, I don't not know. Jennifer Lawrence, uh, whatever the I, Hunger Games. I thought Game. the Hunger Games was a new TV show for no. people who get needed food. <laughs> no, it's not. It's uh, it. Harvey Weinstein is now getting shipped across the country, back to New York. Is it back to New? Yeah, back to New York because he's already been sentenced in L.A. Now he's getting shipped back to New York to get uh, seven more counts of whatever he's got counts. But now you know Bill Cosby's out. And now they got room for him. Well, no, I mean the the reason I say that is because he's trying. They're trying to use the Bill Cosby defense in some regard for the for Harvey Weinstein. So there's hope. Well, maybe Harvey could get Bill's cell <laughs> and pick up the lease. <laughs> well, he gets look, the lease for the rest of the gotta, twenty years. I got to tell you something lease. right now. When I see look, I, when I look at people's <laughs> eyes to see hope, and when I look into his eyes, I see hope. See That's it. what I see. Yeah, it's hope and change. I mean, at least in one of the eyes, I see hope. Yeah, the other eye's got a problem. <laughs> I don't even... The, uh, I'm God. surprised we haven't heard a lot more uproar about, about Bill Cosby, though, personally. I don't think anybody cares. It's not cares. news anymore. It's, it's not news anymore. It isn't news. No. Nobody he's cares. Not news. He's moving on. I don't think... How how can you... He's looking for a new Jell-O commercial. Well, it's not... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think he's he spells it now C E L L O. That's good. J J A I L O. J L O. Yeah, he's got some issues now. Did you see that though? When he get he got released though, he did like a little like a uh, head nod thing. Did you see that though? I'm trying to find it, but it's what. No, he was like walking out. They were they were walk, walking him out after he got uh, released, you know, and um, and he's like kind of does like the he sees the camera and does like a, <laughs> Ed a Bob little Bill yeah. Cosby thing, you know. Oh, okay. So just to just to be clear, he's going from New York to L.A. So he pleaded not guilty, not guilty in L.A. courtroom. He's a uh, he's a uh, Weinstein is being held on a five million dollar bond now on a five on a on a bond five million five million you don't have to play the ten percent right so that's if like it goes to a bondsman or so, he puts up real estate right so ten ten percent ten percent is what like five grand no on a five million be five hundred thousand five hundred thousand that's what I meant but he could put up, <laughs> somebody you know they could put up real estate <laughs> I mean ten percent five you math. million uh, I didn't teach math to you okay I want you everybody to understand that your mom's coming in late she might. I mean, that's like one of the ugliest dudes I've ever seen in my life. I mean, I'm telling you, though, Andy, again, hope. There's hope in that man's face. I mean, that guy's got hope that he might he might get out. He might. On the Cosby defense. He might. It's almost worse than South, Pro- South Park on the, on the Wookiee defense. <laughs> uh, the Wookiee defense. What does that have to do with anything? Nothing. 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 No. Here's the biggest... Here is the one of the biggest stories that I've heard in the last month and a half that I'm just like, how is nobody talking about this? These kids that have that got shipped up to Chattanooga 
in the middle of the night oh, yeah. to get vaccinated with no parents. They have some sort of paperwork with them or whatever the case is, and, they, and they're going in and out of this clinic, and then they just leave. No supervision. There's no nothing. They 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 just they just walk go. Walk out the door. They walk out the door, right? And and to this point, 1,100 kids. The the governor Bill Lee administration says the federal government will not alert Tennessee when when unaccompanied migrant children are brought to the state to be placed with sponsors. So they're supposed to be placed with sponsors, but people so. What's what's interesting is a radio- Wait, these are kids with with parents though they're not like they're not they're they they're are like- unaccompanied minors that are coming into this country from Mexico or the border. Oh, okay, okay, right. So that their parents sense. are not with them. They're supposed to be put with sponsors. Nobody knows who they are. No, nobody knows. And, and so this was happening at two o'clock in the morning, right? So I'm listening to a radio station, uh, a guy that I listen to on on um, out of Chicago, and. This woman calls in. He's talking about this story. Somebody somebody calls in about it, okay? And he and and this the, the jock doesn't know anything about it. And so somebody else, after they talk about it, somebody else calls in. It's a, a lady from Chattanooga and says, "Hey, I just gotta I gotta add in on this. My brother was the one that worked at this clinic and was and and broke the story. Was the one that went to the news reporter and they fired him, okay? They fired yeah. this guy. Mm. Since they've shut the clinic down, right? But basically, <clears throat> they've been they were shipping in these kids." And so this is happening all over the country. This isn't just Chattanooga, Tennessee. I don't even know how this, how you get to Chattanooga, Tennessee with this. The only thing I can think is that it's a great opportunity for child traffickers because all I got to do is pull the cars up when these kids come out of the clinics. And that's what they're doing. Yeah, say, I'll give you a ride home. That's, I mean, that's what, that's <laughs> I mean, what, that's I mean, what the problem is. Opportunity here. That's what the, that's what the problem is. And that's what, that's what the concern is. And that's one of the oh, things, sure. this, 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 this is parallel to, the the border, uh, you know, in the last this last year, letting children come into the country without their parents, and then they're, you know, you think about it, you, you think about the fact that 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 children, we have a hard enough time taking care of the children that are born in the United States, and people and placing them with families and things of that nature that want to, you know, for yeah. adoption, and and then we're we're supposed to really say that we're accounting for all these unattended children. That have no parents and putting them in the United States, and we're supposed no, to. That's not, it's not how that works. No. So th- this is this is nefarious. I, I don't. Something is not right, especially when the when the government will not tell your state that we're bringing all these children and placing them with people that live in in Chattanooga or, or Tennessee or whatever. You know what's wild uh, too? Uh, well, I've heard I've heard some other things too. Uh, well, this is it's related, but it's not in the child trafficking kind of world. But there are a lot of kids that are forging paperwork and doing things because of social pressures. Uh, that are going and getting vaccinated without their parents' permission, and they're actually being because they're being pressured in schools. The younger kids, younger who are kids, under yeah, eighteen or fifteen want the shot, so they forge a. And their parents are that's cool. super conservative, and they don't want to, you know. I mean, there's there, support there, it or whatever. This misinformation that's going around. So uh, let me just let me rephrase that. Quote unquote misinformation. Okay. So you got the left saying that that everybody, I mean, including people that support them, Facebook, Twitter, saying that these platforms are, co- are causing people to die. You got the Anthony Fauci, uh, you know, Ron Rand Paul thing going on right now. You got all, you know, so the the they're saying that the platforms, that social media platforms, are spewing all this stuff about really making people, you know, not take the vaccine. Right. What's really interesting is, is when you look at the cultural part of this. So when you look at Asians, white Americans, black Americans, Mexican Americans, Afri- uh, Asian Americans, 
highest percentage of vaccinate vaccinations in the country. Whites are next. Blacks are the ones. Black people are, are right. the ones that are they're having a really hard time, difficult time, you know. And so there's they they you can't put them in the voting box. You can't say that it's because they don't have an ID. You can't say it's because they don't have access to the internet. I mean, there's you know what 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 white people and 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 say you know like college students when they um, when they go on campuses and they say, do you think that voting laws suppress black votes? And you hear people say the dumbest things, yeah. like they don't have an ID, and and you know, and then you interview black people and you tell them what these people have said, and you're like, they're like, what are you talking about? With this, you don't have to have an ID. You, all you got to do is walk in to whoever's whoever's serving up a vaccination, and you well, get it. At, at Fairmont, we're getting IDs, and and for a bonus, you can get a vaccine ID that you hang around your neck along with your personal id He's telling people you're vaccinated yeah so it's like a big red a now on your chest you have your i have been vaccinated hanging on my neck and and the incentive obviously is that that at some point if you've got the id with the COVID id you don't have to wear a mask you're so, kidding no so that's stu- you know again your students are encouraged to obviously get the vaccine and get your little id and wear your id around your neck and and then it turns into a social thing yeah uh, you don't then, have the card hanging around your neck i yeah. mean you could get chastised for not having the but look at this look at this whole situation they're not this is not going the mass la just reinstated masks even with vaccinated people because of the this delta variant oh yeah which is scaring the crap out of people again but but now now i don't know that you can put this the you know i don't know if you can do this again I don't think states at this point, concerts are opening up. Thousands and thousands of people are piling on each other in these big cities, doing, you know, going to concerts, all this kind of thing. You can't, you can't go backwards and tell them now that the vaccine doesn't even stop you from having to wear a mask or stay home or whatever. I I, point being is it's going to be much more serious issues. If you go back, you know, people are not going to go back so easy and you're going to have to have some really, really stringent, rules regulations administrative rulings whatever counties and cities want to do to enforce it because it's not going to be where it's just you know here's we suggest you do it yeah it's really going to take some tough you have those you you have the 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 democrats in texas that you know they're going through all that issue that flew to flew to washington dc all of them vaccinated supposedly and all of them got it and all and and they got you know five out of whatever so it's just they're going by percentage right so one of the biggest thing that's hurting right now is is those types of situations because you here you have people that are for the vaccination who have the vaccination who now have covid. And so those and, and now in LA where where this large percentage of people have been vaccinated and now they're masking back up. So th- now the people that were on the fence about it are like what's the point? Yeah, right? I'm I mean so sure you're not nobody's helping anybody. No. But you know you you know you have smart the longer we've gotten into this, I think a lot of people, it's not so much about being Democrat or Republican. I'm sure on the ends of the bell curve, that's very much there. You had people waiting to see what was going to happen. You well, know, you- it, it, there's still a political divide that I see. Absolutely. I mean, when I go downtown and I play, um, I don't see, I hardly see. Well, first off, when you're downtown, it's it's a it's a majority white population down there. And then you see a lot of people of color down there as well. But there's a a big percentage of people that are of color that wear masks still, and you hardly ever see white people wearing masks down there. Hardly ever. And anytime I usually see somebody wearing a mask, either a black person or Mexican or any 
person of color. So it's yeah. And I and I kind of curious as to why that is a little bit. Is it, is it still a, a a political divide still happening? Are people doing it as a statement? Are people are people of color more uh, worried about getting it again? I, I, well, I, even I, if, they, what's what is that? If the statistics are correct, and they and they hear these statistics, then they are concerned about getting it, and so they wouldn't mask up. If they're if they're the uh, the largest sector of the population who haven't gotten vaccinated, then they would mask up, mm-hmm. which would make sense. I, I don't I don't here. It's one of those situations where you'd have to have. We would invite somebody on the show, and and you would ask that question. I mean, because it is it is you know you you may notice these things, but you're not going to go ask somebody. And 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 then when you do ask somebody, it's how are they sp- they're not they don't represent everybody. No. You know, I don't well, know. And a lot of them don't even have really. I mean, I've seen people be questioned about these things from from other people, and they don't really necessarily have an answer. And not only that, they got a mask on, but it's just down under their chin. You know, yeah, it's like well, that's way it it's was not even, when, when it was serious. That's the way people when it was wore. serious, people were doing that too. But it's like people are still just wearing it to almost make a well. Now, now, it's a, it's a, now you can wear it under thing. your chin. I'm not and nobody's going to say anything. I got the vex. I'm not wearing it. That's, that's either, the point. Either I'm going to get sick now, and that's just the way it's going to be. Are you vaccinated, Chris? Yeah, yeah, I did it because only only because and and at the time I thought the only way we're going to be able to go to Brazil, especially. Yeah, is with this and and fly in general. That's what I thought. I thought they just prohibit you flying. Now you period. still everybody's still masking up on flights, right? Absolutely. And I don't see anything wrong with that. I think, I mean, you know, I got the sickest I ever got, probably on a, got the flu on a plane coming to Florida that time. That's where I had to have gotten it. Yeah. So I mean, you know, people have been spreading flu virus and cold viruses on an airplane forever, and I don't think anything wrong with. I, I'm glad they're wearing a mask on an airplane. I, I, you know what? I, and I want to. I want to say. I, I want to second that. I think wearing a mask on an airplane is the neatest thing. I do. I, I it sucks, but at the same time, you know, you are you are so close to people. Absolutely. And it just kind of it's just a right. if nothing else a peace of mind. But but really, hey. from you touching your face. Oh yeah, and I think it's great for stewardesses and, and men in both because they're that. they're in your face and they're spitting on you and, and everything else and and they get it from everybody. Oh, they're spitting their hot hog everything. <laughs> this is fine you know? spirit. Yeah, spirit. Right. Spit, spit airlines. <laughs> well, no spirit. They don't serve you anything anyway, so that takes care of that. Yeah, uh, you know. And uh, the thing is too, like, well, Chris, you wore a mask for a little bit before all this happened, and if you can smell a fart through a mask. <laughs> You can still get COVID. Well, no, I don't. I think. That, listen, you're go, the farts are most farts are are, are going to come through a mask. It's the N95 mask that really you're not going to get a fart. Okay, this is just you going can still smell through. a fart through an N95. I don't, man. I tell you what, I could hardly breathe in an N95. Mask. You want to test it out? No, no. I personally don't. I got. I got hey, some farts. Do you have that picture of me? You have the picture of what I what I used to wear. Boo, when I'd come boo Andy. I don't have that. I don't think that has sound, but boo. I don't know why. Boo, boo. Andy, okay, I was going to say, Andy, you can show that picture that. of how I... Okay, so I want to tell you this. And this, the, the United States infatuation with masks, okay, has been years and years and years, okay? You know those those masks that, that were on the, the in Europe during the famine, uh, the, the plague, where the, the masks were those big... Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, okay, do you know what that was for? The cone... Oh, no, I distance. thought it was just a Mad Magazine thing. No, no. it's not. Distance? No. The cone, because the smells were so bad, uh-huh. the doctors or whomever was wearing them would put oh. would put oh, yes. things that smell good in the front of that mask, and that's how they, tell they dealt with it. The beak. They are one of the, I'm telling you right now, though, if they couldn't have found something a little less scary. I mean, if you were somebody that was on their deathbed, 
and that thing walked into you. <laughs> you woke up. You had a heart attack. Bring out your dead. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it was awful. Oh, that's Death one man. of the scariest images. You know, it was bad. Anyway, but I mean that's interesting though. I mean they stuffed, and I always wondered, and so I, you know, took two seconds. I wondered for thirty years. Yes. Took two seconds to find out what was going on. That's good. Hit that thumbs down Inquisitive again. Inquisitive minds. Why? I don't know. You can't have it all. You, we can't be. It can't be the best technical part. I'm so excited. I, t- I tell you. Know. I tell you. One of the most interesting. One of the most interesting things that I think I've. I mean, you mentioned this the other day. We were driving back from West Virginia, but was was Oregon has counties that want to secede into Idaho. Oh, bad. Yeah, about seven. This is. So this is this is, this is going to happen. Right? Well, I mean, or, or, well, or they're no, going to they, they do a proposal on it. They've tried already. They don't think it's going to happen. They think the Oregon Supreme Court will shoot it down. And and I'm not sure, you know, if they can go to the U.S. Supreme Court after that or not. I'm not sure how that's going to work. But they don't think most people feel it's not going to happen. They're, you know, it's a valid try, but they're never going to make so it So even if, okay, so even if it gets, even if Idaho and Oregon make an, they make a deal, they make an agreement, it still has to be approved in Congress. That's right. What a mess. West Virginia's trying to do it, too. There's some few counties in Virginia that... that uh, want to secede want, into, West, into Virginia? West Virginia? Yeah, you know, you tell them how desperate you are there. <laughs> I mean, there's some damn there's some damn sad counties in Virginia who want to come over right well, now. Well, I mean, you know, the Appalachian region still goes through the middle of uh, West Virginia. No. I mean, that, that's, that's the north. It's the, it's the, uh, it's the uh, northeastern or northwestern counties in West Virginia, the southern part of West Virginia, bordering the Virginia counties, want to come into West Virginia. It's now, an, it's, probably a, the uh, east, the uh, eastern panhandle don't want to go into Maryland or Virginia. So, I mean, we, we could do a trade. So, this is an we interesting question. What would this country look like if 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 people, if this go, if this was to go through, and people actually thought that if they're on bordering oh, counties, it would change a lot. Holy man. mother of oats! If it, if yeah, that's why I think people are afraid to get ball rolling. That's right. Thinking, man's counties would just go every which direction. But I got to admit something. You know, Congress can do it. Congress can gerrymander all kinds of. I mean, this is a big that that's a big debate in in, in states anyway. Is how is how they do voting districts and how they do districting in their in their states. Congress can already do that without people's approval, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, so, yeah, sure. I mean, this, that's how the House. That's how. That's why they want these House members in these uh, in these uh, districts to uh, be elected, so they can restructure the voting precincts in those districts. This is insane. But I mean, Oregon has made such a bad name for itself, especially oh, yeah. Portland, right? Well, the East, the West Coast, right? You know, I mean, the people, whole West Coast. I know people. Washington, I have had Portland. friends that, that have moved that have moved out there that have lived out there for ten years that that thought it was paradise until now. Well, yeah. and, and and they're ready to go. Washington. And Oregon, the whole thing, that whole East Coast, West Coast situation. I mean, right now, uh, I, uh, Oregon's trying to decide if it wants to abide by California's law that allows people to just go into, a, for say, Walgreens and take a thousand bucks and, and roll out. <laughs> Oregon's just trying to decide. Do so they want that? Is that a good policy? Is that a good? That's right. Let a guy go in with a duffel bag, take whatever they want, and walk out the Have door. Have you heard about this, Andy? No. Okay. Well, so in good. California, in California, you can walk into a retail store, Walmart, CVS, Walgreens, whatever, and you can just basically go in with a duffel bag and start That's right. shifting stuff off of the shelves. And as long as it's under $1,000, they yeah. can't do anything to you. That's right. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. The videos online, it, it, it's, it's not even funny. It's, it's so sad. It's so sad. It's not, yeah. it, you know, you want to you look at that and go, oh, my God, that's crazy. Yeah. And, and, and as a shoplifter, it takes the challenge away. Used to be shoplifting used to be an art. <laughs> 
when I was a magistrate, they used to really have, there was some really great strategies on how you take things out of, out of Walmart. I mean, you cut bottom of boxes off, you pick the stuff out, then you get the better stuff, stick it over the box, put it in a buggy and you'd go out, you know, and, and the box was heavy. And so the cashier wouldn't, uh, oh, yeah. ask you to, you know, they just scan the top of the box and it would have two chainsaws in it and, and stuff. Now it's no challenge. It's no fun. There's no fun in it. No. I mean, Hell shoplift. San Francisco is the heart of this. Andy's showing it right now. Oh, yeah. It's just crazy. San Francisco is the heart of this. But I don't even know why they're running, though. Why are they running? Are they well, gonna, because, it, I mean, there's still a factor, right? I mean, there's still, you got to, like you said before, it's still, there's still got to be some, some kind of adrenaline rush from it. Yeah, they're having fun. It's running. My, out. my favorite was Andy, and if you could find it, the, the guy that wo- ro- he, he rode in on his bike with a trash bag. <laughs> And so, and, and, and there was a security guard and two people filming him and all that kind of stuff. And the security guard tried to rip it. But here's the issue. And, and here's where San Francisco really is a, a test, a litany test on, on what happens if Sandy, uh, San Francisco people say, you know, enough's enough. Police need to start cracking down. Okay. There's a guy right here. Yeah, oh, look at this. There's the guy. This that's, is insane. He's like, and there's a security guard, and he tries to, you he know, he half, well, half asses it. Why that's probably get, well, that's probably a violation of that guy's rights right there to try to take that. Bag right, because away that's from right. Him. You don't know right now that the was the, he shoplifting. You, the, you're done. That's right. But as long you, as it's a, you, he could have went up to the door and then decided to pay. So that guy had he couldn't even grab right there until he gets through the cash register. Right, and so it, you can do that every day. <laughs> sure, you could do it every day. Jeez, it's unbelievable. What what. This cannot. This what cannot is he stealing help. too? What aisle is he in there? Well, oh, that looks and, like some. And that's the interesting oh, he's part. In the of shampoo it. and hair. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. right? It's like it's important. Hygiene's important. I mean, it's it just I don't I don't get it. There's no sense in it, right? So there's no, no. there's no rhyme or reason. He, he either sells that stuff or whatever the case may be. But Walgreens shuts down now. They're eighteenth. Walgreens in, in San Francisco. Well, how do you continue to operate? Right, you Seriously, can't. You and can't. so it's got to happen with nope. everybody. Right, no one's going to insure that inventory. It's free game. Just open up and throw it out in the street. Save everybody a lot of trouble. I don't even want to go to San Francisco. And I know the corporate no people that we play for are now no longer booking wow. San, San Francisco. And why would they? Why would you? San Diego is still. So California still has areas where that's not the case. I mean, police still doing their job. But, I mean, crime is up in every major city. Chicago, it's, I, I think it's an average now over the last two months of 43 people being shot. 57 this weekend. I, I mean, Last weekend. 57. Why do you go to Chicago? How does it? How does any of this make any sense? And now, how do you stop it? How do you stop it? Because the only way to stop it is to actually oh, crack wow. down on it, and that's that's what got us in this point in the first place. I mean, and when, when we went to um, we went to San Francisco. I mean, oh my god, it's not even like this isn't even a joke. This this was for real. I mean, this is the stuff we saw constantly, even just right by the gig. I mean, it was this is happening in Nashville now. Yeah, this yeah. is over by the Parthenon now, and they're having meetings. So instead of trying to do anything about it, instead of just having, they're having meetings before they go in to try to figure out because retail stores are losing, you know, they're losing money and and wanting to shut down some of these people, and the police are having to have meetings with the community to talk about how you deal with essentially homeless people that have come in and just basically put up a tent city, and what do you do now? Because what do you do now? I, I don't know. You it, you it's can't awful. you can't send them someplace else. I mean, and and the thing about it is, what gets me is I don't I don't know if you it's it's like a an, a, a pet for instance that you in, that you adopt, and somebody just did so bad to it that you can't do anything with it, and your your first instinct is I got to get I can't take this is taking over my life you know, 
And there are homeless people that have serious mental problems or drug addiction or whatever the case is. And it's, and you just can't go and give them something and say, you got to go. No. Right. You can't, because that's not how this is going to work. Right. In Grafton, we have, everybody's upset. One lady, one lady sits on the end of the bridge. Oh yeah. Uh, Yeah. And, and that's it. I mean, that's, and everybody's concerned about that. And Grafton, one lady sits there and no one has any idea where she goes. If, you know? if it was just a handful of people, but you're talking thousands of people in, in, in San Francisco, San Diego's tent city is right in the right by the ballpark. You know, it's it's right. I mean, you are it is right where all well, this Whole Foods and tent city. The answer is going to be is that people are going to leave these cities. They're going. That's already happened. I mean, yeah, we, I mean we're, we're picking up keep... numerous amounts of copious amounts yeah. of these people. Uh, they're just going to leave the problem behind and, and get out and go live someplace else that, that you know maybe again in west some, virginia some, somehow some, somehow moderate virginia. republicans and democrats have to come together moderate people people that can see that you can't leave you can't hold you know you can't hold one side of the other values to the point where you're just where you can't there's no backing up you got to come to the middle and see that some of these things that economics and social issues play, they work together and they have to because you can't have people moving from these cities with these problems coming to Tennessee where they're not, we, we don't have these problems and wanting these same social aspects to, to occur. It's that is to me is going to be the next 10 years. It's going to be very interesting to see how that, that, that plays landscape out. plays out. I'm not sure. Anyway, en- enough of that. Yeah. It's pretty depressing. Some cases I, I will say this. So let me go back to what I was trying to say. There are, the masks in the United States around the world, you know, Asian people have always wore masks. It was always something that, you know, you always saw Asian people wearing masks on planes and, you know, for whatever the reason, maybe it, these things were more prevalent. And a lot of times bird flu and all those kind of things seem to start there. But in, in, the, in, the, in this country, masks were not always for, I don't want to say protection. Masks can be used Health for numerous hygiene. things. Right. So this is how masks started, I think, probably how everybody started to feel comfortable uh, wearing a mask. Well, how did this mask do that? Well, if you can get the idea of what doing eight setups a second would do for your stomach, you have an idea of what Rejuvenic would do for your face. Because in essence, Rejuvenic does for the face what exercise does for the body. And the way it does that is that Look at her eyeball. This is weird. That looks like your Halloween mask you had when you were in eighth grade. She's getting shocked now like 57 times. Watch this. During a facial toning session, the system delivers a mild impulse generated by just a, a mild impulse. Just a battery. <laughs> <from the laughs> and her eyes are bulging out of her head. Look at the impulse. <laughs> it's a torture. It's a torture. <laughs> it's a medieval torture. It's just a mild. It's just a mild. Oh my God! Medieval torture. <laughs> What's that? Uh, it's Jason. Yeah. I mean, are you yeah. joking me right now? <laughs> it looks like the uh, death mask and the medieval torture when they had to put the person in and they closed the uh, closed the door. And <laughs> Americans have no problem with masks. No. Are no. you kidding me? <laughs> I looked up the the worst inventions, the worst inventions ever made, and this was the second one. Okay, oh, that's not bad. look, you want to see the first one? You want to see the first one? Me, where, where's it at? Where's it at? Oh, hey, Andy, this is the worst invention ever. <laughs> that, that, that's going to be what happened. If you don't get a COVID vaccine, that's how you're going to have to look at your computer screen. 
and your telephone. God. That's the incentive now. My thing is Biden's it, new strategy on how to get people to vaccinate. Oh my God! What do they even is. call that thing? They, it? Uh, it, it's called a uh, uh, improviser. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine all all of the homeless people that go to the library to to be on the on the internet? This is exactly what they need on all seventeen of those. There computers. you go. Yeah, that's. that's I mean, that's, are you kidding me right now? That's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I would. I'm genius. Well, I tried to find them. I would. I'll give those for Christmas presents all day long. <laughs> you just imagine sweating in the library. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I mean, that just is looked insane. at my computer screen for the last Stupid. half hour. That's pretty funny. That's insane. It's insane. It, it, it is it, one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my entire life. I think. Oh, that was God. good. <laughs> that mask, though, that is the funniest. I think that's the funniest. We'll be right back. Let's thank our sponsors, shall we? Sponsors of How Valid is the Validity. Audison Amplifiers. Feel it. Hertz Marine and Car Audio. Hear what you've been missing. Verdoliath Law Group. Let us help you. Aurora Nutriscience. True liposomal supplements. Guidance Whiskey. Look for guidance. Sony Mobile. Next level car stereos. Titan Motoring. Customize whatever you drive. Whiskey Culture. Learn more about the drink you love. Chris Weaver Band. Live and streaming entertainment. How valid is the validity? Every Wednesday night, 7 Central, 8 Eastern, on Facebook and YouTube Live, or download wherever you podcast. And I say King. Stai ascoltando. Anata WA Kiraimasu. Estás escuchando. Você está ouvindo. No matter how you say it, you are listening to How Valid is the Validity. I'm going to tell you, uh, I, I, I got an idea. I know what. Oh my God! <laughs> I got an idea. Cl- Clifford Clifford says, uh, "I like the show because to me it's mostly common sense." And I say that I say to Clifford, "I say it's because it's the only sense I got." <laughs> common sense. So everybody, this is my dad uh, on on the show with me. Uh, we we were going to start next week. Next week we got Jonathan Hutton and Coach Mack from the Titans here, uh, and uh, it, freaking John just uh, we're going to have Eddie George on eventually. Uh, John just interviewed him the other day on their on their show. Outkick well, 360, you got to take a look at it. Well, I can see why you want me on here, though. Well, you know, we... The ratings are going to go we, up. <laughs> we had some things that we wanted to try out, and, you know, and Andy, it's been very hard to get Andy to uh, to, to show up to anything. And so it's been, Wait a minute. It's, it's been... <laughs> no, I understand. What I'm getting now is that I understand that, that it's an experiment deal, right, for me. Absolutely. In other words, you're going to try everything yes. out on us, and if it blows up badly, then you're not nobody do cares. It anymore. That's right. I understand. But my, my dad was, was was probably the, the the main reason I got into music, mostly because I you know I felt like I was pressured into it, peer pressure. <laughs> yeah. Like my, like my degrees and every other thing. I have. <laughs> Just don't go there. Yeah, okay, okay. Don't go there. Anyway, dad had a band for years. How long? You had it, what, 25, 30 years? Oh, my years? God, 30, 30 plus. Well, me and Craig were the last five in there, I think. 1970. Four seventy-five up until you quit in high school, which was nineties. Why did you start playing music? I mean, with the, I know knowing your family, where did Judy, that come into play? Judy played a piano, and that kind of got me probably going a little bit. I took one piano lesson one day, 
and that was the end of that. And then, and then, uh, uh, they got me a guitar somewhere along that Sears guitar. And, and I think it started with in church in uh, Blueville Methodist church with Lloyd. Really? The first time I met Lloyd. And Did we, Lloyd play music? So Lloyd, Lloyd, Lloyd was your best friend growing lessons, up. Yeah. You guys played in the band together forever. Yeah. And then met in kind of this little Methodist church thing and kind of got going with that and then evolved into middle school and in the choir and then high school choir. And then Lloyd, we really started progressing then with the guitars and, you know, and that's how I got going really. Lloyd probably was a big you know, Andy, I don't promoter. know, Andy, if you, in the folder, uh, in the, in the folder that's, uh, in the, 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 the season three information in that folder for today, you can see there's a, there's a picture of dad and Lloyd and Billy, uh, Weaver. Billy Weaver. Okay. I hope Billy's watching, but I don't know if he is. Yeah, uh, it, it is an interesting picture. Uh, it's a you great didn't, picture. you didn't bring it up and, and load it I didn't anything? because I didn't okay. know, I didn't know where we were going to go. And I, and I was, I was having a problem with the, with some, that, that was, a, that was a great <laughs> job. That was a, uh, that was the brothers four supper club in Clarksburg. So a supper club, I call I call Sambuca a supper club, but a supper club is a place where you eat and watch music. That's the same as yeah, yeah same Brothers thing. Four was the same as Sambuca. Now, yeah. did they have a dance floor that eventually people that they ate had dinner, a dance floor? And then they could, had a, yeah, they had a yeah. decent wooden. They had a nice little dance floor. So know? supper so, clubs to me, if I was going to open something in Nashville, okay, I would open up one of those old time supper clubs. Absolutely, because nobody's doing that. No, you they know, disappeared. Jeff Ruby, Jeff Ruby has he wants music in there and he built a stage and all that kind of stuff, but there's no dance floors. Well, with supper, you know, with our little our little group, we didn't understand the whole context of the supper club. Okay, <laughs> I know exactly what you're going to say. So when the stuff we were playing, they 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 were puking at the end of the day, <laughs> and and they couldn't wait to get out of the place. And and I remember now, listen to me, this is the best one. The, the we're playing smoke on the water at a supper club. <laughs> And we got it cranked up so loud, you know, the manager is screaming. He comes up to the front of the stage. He's waving his arms saying, and he thought he was saying, turn it up. He was saying, turn it off. <laughs> turn it off. Off. Oh, there it is right there. And there, and it, there is. it is. That was just about smoke underwater. It's like five minutes later. And this, this poor manager, he, he, he was trying to tell us, turn it off. And we thought he said, turn it up. So we cranked it up even louder. <laughs> Andy though, look at those look instruments. Turn. Look at those instruments, man. Oh yeah. Where's that bass at? Yeah, that's. That was a jazz bass. That is a jazz bass. And that right guitar there. I'm playing is hanging over on the wall. Like, that's right. right that's right. That's 73, that 74. Acoustic. Me and Lloyd bought matching acoustic amps. There's a two acoustic amps and a trainer PA system. Is acoustic even around anymore? Mm -hmm. uh, it they? is. That's cool. Mm -hmm. They were good stuff. They were good stuff. But trainer definitely is look not Look at around. that trainer. And that little Trainer's trainer. around. Well, look at look at that speaker, Andy. Could you imagine us, you know, with all the crap we bought, <laughs> yeah. you know, eighteen inch subs and you know speakers that are way more than that. And that, that you guys, there's the trainer. No subs. Now you got to understand something. This was we were at the top of the line with this equipment. Now, the first time we played to a supper club, we sang through the amplifiers. We had no PA system. Oh, I've done. I've been there though. We could. Oh, sure. That's how you started out. Yeah. You couldn't afford a PA system. Yeah. We rented that trainer from a music store in Morgantown on a rent buy deal back in 1970 no something. So how much was that? Was that $500, $300, $350 for that trainer. And, and so this was 1970. So that's, yeah. that's about a thousand bucks now. Yeah. $800. And we rented that for, until we bought it and, and that trainer, you know, and then we kept moving up, but we sang the first time we sang in that supper club, <laughs> we were singing through the amplifiers and we thought it was so bad. We never play there again. Okay. That was our first job. First. How much did job. you make? $150, $50 a piece. 
and, and and we said we'll never play again. And you know, we went home to the, into the garage and started practicing again. And for some reason, that guy, the manager, the owner of the place, must have been completely deaf. But he called us back. <laughs> he called us back the next summer to play for these guys that played there all the time. They would take a vacation. He called us back the next summer. And now we were ready to go. Now we had a PA system. We had, this was us yeah, the next this is summer. Yeah, big, big setup. Yeah, and play three nights a week, Tuesday, Thursdays, and Saturdays, and made some bucks. You know, we were, he was paying us for three nights, and we thought that we were, we were pros. You know, we, this was it. We this had a big, big time. Oh, yeah. When you get paid, you are a pro. And your stuff set up. You go in, you play. You didn't have to haul it around. I mean, it was unbelievable. Whole month, Tuesday, Thursdays, and, and Saturday. I mean, I, you know, and so for, so these these were your first jobs. That was it. That was the first. That job. was the first job. First paying Holy job. Man. First. Where really were you working job. at that time to pay the bills? Oh my God, let's see. Uh, Rexside, maybe. Oh, so okay, so you had a real job. Oh yeah, y'all. No, I was living on one hundred fifty dollars <laughs> a week, <laughs> racing you and Craig. <laughs> we weren't born there, were huh? we? No. No. Yeah. Well, you were almost. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Andy, I got to be honest with you. I, you know, I felt your like, mom was playing tambourine. <laughs> I, I got to be honest with you, Andy. One day I go downstairs. I go, I, I, okay, so I, I felt I felt the most lied to because you know everybody else's parents were at a decent age. You know, yeah. twenty. Mom, their mom was twenty two, twenty three. Dad, the dad was twenty five, twenty six. Whatever the case was, and I go down. I was down in the garage uh, basement one day, and, I was, and mom's uh, yearbooks were out. And there was 1977, <laughs> and, and and I opened that thing up, and Mom's still a senior, and uh, I was like, "What the hell is going on here?" So I go up, and I go up, and to Mom's washing dishes or something, and I go, "Mom, what? Is, 1977? How are you in, in high school or whatever?" And she goes, "You're adopted." <laughs> <laughs> oh, You're adopted. Right, let me just tell you this: she was playing. She'd come into that supper club right there. We had and we had a lot to get her in. We had a fake ID <laughs> to get her in the supper club. <laughs> <laughs> she was playing tambourine though at the supper club. That's so that was I a few it. years before that, and then this guy comes along. Right here. <laughs> there he is. Hey, Merry uh, Christmas. Oh, my Merry God. Merry Christmas. I tell you, though, is that red hair? It looks, no, oh, no, that's just the picture. It's the light. That Santa Claus was the best Santa Claus ever yeah, until he beer. became an alcoholic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and they, then, then it was just they to, awful. They had to commit him later on. <laughs> I mean, that, he was a good guy. About that. three or four years of sitting on his lap. And yeah. I, I mean, I sat on his lap probably until I was 15. By that's that right. last time, <laughs> it was pretty he bad. was drunk all yeah. the time. What? He Poor pulled guy. a salmon out of his beard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jeez. let's play a song. Oh, I'm ready. All right, let's do it. You got I'm this set up over here, Andy? Yeah. You ready to go? We All right, can, let's do it. We can do it. I want to do it. I want to do it. We're going to play a song. Let's play a song. Here, I'll... Uh... Oh, we're going to play one. Not like this. Huh? We've never played one. Oh, yeah, never. Oh, you got the tiny cam? Oh, that's right. That's right. All right, and now it's time for the musical stylings of the Weavers. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> uh, I'm just like, it's a good signal here. 
that make sure it's got the um, uh, 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 phantom power. Yeah, it, it's on. Uh, I am not getting the same signal I was earlier. Uh, yeah, we it should. Worked. I swear to God, it worked a couple minutes ago. It really did. I don't even want to do it anymore. No, I, don't no, I don't even want to be here. You know, I noticed there was something. You don't even look alike. You know that? Well, you've been talking. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Is it going to work? I don't know what's going on. Oh. I think if, if you didn't have a kid, it would be a good kid. Godspeed. No fan. Honestly, if you didn't have a kid, it would it's be a good kid. It's probably the camera, Andy. Uh, yeah. The camera. Yeah. This is not exact. Yeah. Uh. Huh? Is it gonna work? Yeah, you can go ahead. Is that better? Yeah. We can. We don't have to do it. No, we can go back. We can take a break. <laughs> Andy is so pissed right oh, now. I hate <laughs> this. <laughs> I hate this. Huh? This drives me nuts. Don't be pissed. <laughs> you want us to stop? We'll take a break. Yeah. The thing, it worked. It, we just worked out. It sounded great. Like. Ten minutes ago, I swear to God, and it's like what? The f- I can't believe it. So, do we need to take a break? Yeah. Huh? We have. We want to do this. He's bleeping. Oh, everything. okay. No. Let's take a break. Right, we'll we'll I... Now we have to go back to talking. We gotta go back to talking. Yeah. That's fine. I don't care. There's some great history. That's driving me nuts. I don't know what happened, man. I feel bad for. I'm so sorry. No, this, this is just the worst. No, the worst thing. No, there's some good stuff. You know, the thing about it is, I didn't even want to do it in the first place. It You're the one that talked idea. me into it. And look, that's what, that's a, that's what happened. God dang it. Well, now you know that this part of the show, does, can, you can't do it anymore. This <laughs> is over. Don't, don't do any more of this part. Son of a... I was kind of excited for a minute. Yeah, it kind of... Now we're all kind of down on it, so... I don't even care anymore. No, this... Now, there you go. So, look... <laughs> There's some things that I, after going home for the weekend, you know, I talked to you. About, I, I feel, I'm so sorry. Hey, Anna, Anna, uh, Anna, Andy, Anna his, name, his name is Andy. Anna Carper, uh, how oh. you know her. Uh, yeah. She says, best guest on the show ever. <laughs> and I'm getting paid nothing to do this either, by well, the way. You and totally everybody else. Uh, totally embarrassed there now at this point. So when I was home, when I was home uh, this past weekend, uh, I, you know, I, I have, been starting to take inventory of the house a little bit you know just for your own good you know uh, that's good to help me out just to help you out in case something would happen god forbid you know that's right unexpected right and you want to remember the things that are in the house right right? so i I think that uh one one of the things was was uh was this fiesta wear right i enjoy that. oh yeah collected it forever your great grandmother started the Fiesta wear collection. Right. So I, I this okay. So this and is we where, just added and, to and it. And I, you know, I yeah, there, there are some of. I there. have a hard, I have a hard time because you know I feel like Craig has been Curtis. getting, you know, m- more things that you've been giving him more things than than oh, me. I, I don't, know, I don't know why you'd say something like that. Well, but I mean, because you know, because he lives closer. Well, he lives and close, he, but the fact that you know he's, he's you know gotten about everything so far, that, <laughs> and you've got nothing. I don't know why that would make you feel this way. I don't understand. Well, what I, what I want to say is, yeah, go ahead and tell me. After I, I after, after taking inventory of the house for for things that you know, for really what is mine, what will be mine, uh, I realized that you really haven't really 
bought anything worth any, very much. No, it's pretty bad. I mean, it's bad. Dumpster stuff. I mean, you can pull right up to the house listen, and throw listen to in. This. I looked under the cabinet in the kitchen. You guys literally had 17 cottage cheese containers with no lids. That's right. What am I What am I supposed to do well, with that? Well, you know, those could be an- <laughs> By the time you get them, they're going to be antiques. <laughs> really, they'll be collectibles, honestly. Because everything that you're getting, uh, everything that you're getting, you've already gotten. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there, there's not going to be well, much I, left, I, I think, really. I think people with siblings have... I am interested to know what people think about this and how people ha- have to deal with it. Because sometimes, like the other day... You had mentioned that Gretsch guitar, right? That you that, that you Craig had. was going to get, right? No, oh, the, you, oh, the, you were giving it out to Aaron. Aaron, oh, that's right. Aaron was going to get the Gretsch. And Aaron gives, yeah. he doesn't even like no to play. shit at all uh-uh, no. about playing guitar or or any of that no. stuff. And I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there like, what are you talking about? That is my, that's my guitar. Well, you know, but again, you kind of have to have a more than a once in a year presence <laughs> before it's out of sight, out of mind. I mean, I don't see you so, so many times. That's true. So so. One thing that I did, I thought, you know, this is this just can't be me. So I, I looked and and I wanted to see some thing crazy things that have been inherited. But what I came up with was these unbelievable inheritance stories. Okay. Oh yes. Yeah. This, have ones. you seen any of these? Well, have you ever I, looked this up? Let before? me just say that Lloyd always said, and Lloyd was an attorney. He said, uh, "Blood is thicker than water until there's a big estate," and there's nothing more truer than that. Just understand what I'm saying. Yes. Blood is thicker than water until there's a big estate. <laughs> <laughs> and and I just got to tell you, I, I quick story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when I was a, a magistrate, I there's this poor woman, and it's on. It's in West Virginia code. You can see her right now. She appealed it to the Supreme Court. She made the Supreme Court two or three tries, and and it was. And she came to me first, you know, uh, screaming about her brothers and sisters stealing everything the dad had. Okay, she took care of the dad her entire life, and the brothers and sisters kind of waiting to dad croak and then they, they they came in like vultures and while she wasn't looking cleaned the house out <laughs> now how they did this was basically during the the ceremony at the at the cemetery while she's still standing over having the ceremony at the cemetery the brother and sisters were moving out back slowly away from the grave site going to the house with their trucks and took every piece of furniture <laughs> out of the house when she got home from the cemetery there was nothing left okay <laughs> And and the poor woman tried to come and, and you know help, but there's nothing you can do. I mean, that's how these estate things work. If you it's first guy to the door, you know, unless you want to change the law executors, you hear the I'm the executive of the state. When there's no estate to execute, then there's nothing you can do about it. So when Craig comes to the house before you get there, that's what I'm telling you. I don't want you pissed off because Craig's only 10 minutes away. You're eight hours away. Craig's going to be there. The house is going to be empty. I just want you to understand there's nothing you, you can know what? There's nothing you can do. There, that's all I'm telling you. This is, what, this is how I've lived my life in, in this regard. You can't care at all. No. You just can't care. If Craig wants to take everything, yeah, that's it. then so be it. That's right. But when I will burn his house to the ground... <laughs> I will burn it to the ground. Oh, no. no so don't that's be that way. He can have everything, but nobody will have anything. <laughs> that's yeah. a good saying. That saying ought to be on a T-shirt. Yeah, right? Uh-huh. So this is this is the most unbelievable inheritance stories. Okay. And a few of these are just, it, it is Awful. pretty insane. So the the first, I'm, I'm going to go backwards. I'm going to go backwards. I'm going to go backwards. So the, 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 the number 10 here, okay, one, a homeless guy fled from police who was trying to tell him that he had a six million dollar inheritance, so they 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 this was, let's see, in Bolivia. So say, uh, well, let's see, lost it. Yeah, Bolivia. 
the, the police are trying to chase this guy down. He's 67 years old, running through the streets. He's got bad alcohol and drug habits, and I guess he thinks aliens are <laughs> coming to get him. So they're running and running and running, and, and they can't catch him, and he loses them. And it took him it took him months to find him to give him six, $6 million dollars. So that that's one. That's one. That's one. That was interesting. Whatever. This is this is very interesting. A man left part of his inheritance to a woman who would give birth to the most children ten years after his death. Okay. So there's this prankster. So apparently he's a prankster. He, he loves jokes and whatever the case is. And and so in his will, he leaves a bunch of, bunch of stuff. But he also leaves five, is it $500,000 to whoever had the most babies 10 years from that point on. So for 10 years, all these women that knew about this were going out of their way to try to have babies. <laughs> and, 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 ten, and 10 years later, he gave... Five million dollars to the woman who ever won. That's a heck of a that's a, award, right? That's a hell that's of a nice award, right? An award, yes. Uh, the Boston Terrier that got twelve million from that nut. What what was her name? Uh, uh, Miss Helmsley. Uh, yeah, Le- uh, Helmsley. I'm yeah, well, I, whatever. Leona. That, Leona. So that, that, Leona. I remember, Hel- I remember that one. Leona. I remember. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So that's whatever. This is an interesting one. This is kind of one as a kid, especially, but a teenager who had inherited an island with buried treasure. So the grandfather didn't like the daughter's choice of husband, never did. They ended up getting divorced anyway. The kid is 17 years old, never had much of a a life or a relationship with the grandfather, but the grandfather had a soft spot for him. So when he died, he gave this kid an 80 acre farmland, kind of an island, off an island, and then basically told him there was all this antique jewelry and <laughs> and said he had to go find it. The kid had to dig it up, 80 acres. Holes. <laughs> the movie Holes. That's what they patterned a movie after, Holes, yeah. I mean, is that, that's, that's freaking, that would be, as a kid, that would be the, that would be awesome. You're giving me some good ideas on Dude. what to do with you. <laughs> I'm just you playing know, some stuff out in the back, but you'll tell me here it is. If you had a, if you had a bunch of kids that, that were worthless, that just didn't do anything, and you knew you had to pass it on to them anyway, right? Yeah. This would be the way to go. Yeah, one time in your life you're gonna work. I've got an. I mean, I need my septic tank dug up. If I tell you I buried some stuff over this area, would you mind digging it up for me and get your stuff? You could do that for me. No, I that that you know that one was like my favorite as a kid. Especially that's a good one. The Argent, Argentina maid who received forty million after a judicial uh, judicial battle uh, that involved a corpse's robbery. Okay, so this woman fought for nine years to get $40 million. But the major thing on this one was that the tomb was desecrated and his corpse was, ex- was exchanged for another. They moved and, somebody else in, huh? <laughs> so they, they, it took nine years for him to find the right corpse to take the DNA test to find out that the, what the, what the deal was Uh-oh. with the paternity, whatever the hell it was. Yeah. Oh my God. The richest woman in Asia gave her, gave, let's see, how much was this one? Jesus. I mean, this was a, this was huge. How much was this for? She was 69, died of cancer, signed over her vast fortune for uh, to a feng shui master, Tony Chan, as he promised her eternal life. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's a reasonable thing. To... What would you say? She's 69 on her deathbed. Listen, I'll sign it all over to you right yeah. now if you can promise me eternal life. That's right. Uh, Miss Wang. No problem. Miss Wang. <laughs> just sign it's right yours, there. It's yours, Radio <laughs> 
Put that John Henry right Ms. here. Miss Wag, it's it. This is swinging low. It's uh, it. This is swinging low, Miss Wag. Right. We're coming in hot. We're coming in you hot. You Coming in thing. hot, Miss Wag. Yep, coming in hot. Oh my goodness. Here, let's do our first around the horn. Here's a good question, Dad. Andy, probably more for you. Okay. You have a relative that's on their deathbed. You're over top of them. Okay. Okay. And they say, Andy, Andy, if you can promise me that I'm going to have eternal life right now, I'll sign over my stuff to you. What do you do? Do you do you tell them you can do it? Hell yeah. <laughs> that's the dumbest thing you can say to anybody. That's great. Yeah. I'm, if you, you're dumb I mean, enough to say that to me, I'm take your shit. Grandpa's right now got you out of the will. Right. He's over. You're you're sitting there. You're like what? And he says, Bob, if you could tell me. I'm going to have eternal life, and you you promise me. Right. I'll, I'll say everything to you. Checks in the mail. <laughs> Absolutely. That's yeah. you, after you die, you're going Checks to heaven. That's, in the a, mail. that's a good question. You have an eternal Checks life. Checks in the mail. Do we have phones still? Yeah. Okay. So, if, if, so. If, if if you would like to answer that question, I would like to know the answer <laughs> oh, to what people would do. If if you were over top of uh, of somebody that was getting ready to pass in your family, that their will stated that, that their inher- their inheritance was going to go, their, their estate was going to go someplace else. But but while they're in the frame right frame of mind, they they have it right there in the will. They write it down right now that if you promise me that I'll have eternal life, I'll sign everything over to you. I just told you. Checks in the mail. Checks in the mail. I did. I'd Blood like to know. Blood is thicker than water until there's a biggest. I'm I'd like telling to know. That I'd is, like to. I'd like to talk to the person. It's all going to end. I'd like to talk to the person that says I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it because I. I don't know for sure. Phones are up. Eight oh eight seven oh seven eighty one oh eight. Call it now. That's right. I want to know. I want to know what what. What people would do? Okay, so let me. We got we got three more here. So here here's one. Let's see. Uh, uh, a student inherited almost a billion euros, which is over a billion dollars. Yeah, f- from an uncle he he didn't know for a decade. Okay, so let me. This is this is kind of interesting. Means that become the richest man. Madalva tracked him down a passion. Okay, that's not a big deal. This 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 is an interesting. This to me is the one of the most interesting ones. And right now what we're talking about are the most unbelievable inheritance stories. Things that have happened to people that were that ended up getting money that they had no idea was coming to them <clears throat> at all or or that they were going to be able to get. Two homeless brothers inherited more than 100 million euros, okay? So there, there were two brothers that lived under a bridge for years and years, sold scrap, didn't have any money to their name. That that story is whatever, right? So so there let's see uh, the brothers, the hungry uncle, is it an uncle? Uh, oh no, their their mother. They were estranged from their mother. Under German law, direct descendants are automatically entitled entitled to a share of any estate that would pass from their dead mother to them. Okay, is that different than the United States? No. Well, it's each state has their own um, law. On but Germany's how a country, right? So Germany's I mean, the a United country. States, but but, but in like I don't know how other countries. You're not U.S. Basis on the state. Each state kind of has their own inheritance uh, process. You know, uh, West Virginia took it off of Virginia. Other states can be different, you know, in other words. Uh, and West Virginia just adopted, well, I shouldn't say just, quite a few years ago adopted a more sensible system where it used to be, you know, the husband got it all. Wife died, husband got everything. Well, we got we, we have somebody that's going to talk to us about this? Oh, um, yeah, you know what? This is going to be really interesting. I'm really happy to get this guy on here. Actually, I know exactly what's going to happen. Is it Jim happen. Bowler? This is not Jim Bowler. Um, actually, on the line today, we have uh, Craig Weaver here to uh, argue with you about your inheritance. Craig, how you doing? 
Hey, good. Uh, I just want to talk about this burning your house down thing. Um, yeah, yeah, that's not going to happen. Uh, I'm getting everything. And, uh, you, and, uh, I, you know, I'm trying to take up for you, Craig, is all I can do. There's not much else I, I can do for you here. You know, I, this is the biggest horse shit I've ever heard in my entire life. You know, you know what, really, Craig, and, and let me tell you something. The other day when I went down into your basement, I looked at in those other rooms. I see what you've done. Okay, you're hoarding. You're hoarding. You're you're putting other junk all over the place, trying to cover up the real stuff that's underneath of it. I see what you're doing. Okay, and I'm here to say, Dad only has so much room in his house. He only has so much room. He has to bring it to my place. That's right. The storage. Storage. That's what I've been trying to tell him, Craig. It's just a storage thing. It's a storage thing. That's all. In the garage it's in Blueville, it's a storage thing. I'm tired. And of you're it. the only one that has a key. I'm Chris tired has no key. I'm, I don't know what else I can do. I, to this, right. I've been gone. And I'm for, just going to hold on to it. Hold on to it. <laughs> Chris, on to it. Craig, he's probably got some sort of military grade shit going on building his house. You can't burn it down. No, I'm going to tell you something. You know right you now. can't burn it down. Craig, Craig is a Craig is a plumber, a magician, an electrician. I think he has two other degrees. <laughs> uh, he's getting a doctorate right now. When he wired that house up before it got walls on it. If Andy, I'm not kidding you. If you would have saw this place, it looked like the AT&T voting machine <laughs> where you, where they put the voting machines for AT&T. It was unbelievable the amount of wires. Are you using all those wires right now? No, I wish I was. I probably got more in copper than I do in building materials. So, See, uh, other, other materials anyway. I'm going to tell you, before no, I, I burn the I house down, down, I'm pulling every one of them wires, wires right out of the wall. Yeah. Pull right, right out of the, the wire. Wall. Yeah, you can build you another house. You know, you know, Craig. Craig, this is a good, Craig is a prime example of someone that you know works in in intelligence or whatever you want to call it. And and I always say, you know, he he's got Alexa in every room. He's got two cell phones on him at all time. Microphone, three or four microphones on all his computers. Everything's wired. You know, and and so I always look at Craig. You know, I look at Craig and I think Alexa is not gonna, it, it, not that bad, right? No. Have him in the rooms. They can hear your conversations because if sure. Craig. Craig can hear all your conversations. Yeah. That's the sad part. How do you think he well, knew? Hey, it was good talking to you. Uh, and it was nice conversation uh, with you here. And uh, you guys have a good evening. Uh, <laughs> that's my cue. You guys no, have no, a good one. Listen, right. no, I'm just teasing. No, I'm just teasing. I'm teasing. But seriously, though, I'm you know, I think that's interesting to me because Alexa's and, and things of that nature, I read a lot of stuff. You know, and, and, and right now there's Alexa. And, and for people that don't know, uh, uh, the the Alexa app or what whatnot the machine has a there's a program called the sidewalk uh, sidewalk share basically uh, it allows other people in your neighborhood who don't have as good a bandwidth on their internet to use your internet from okay. your Alexa That's good. okay and you have to opt out of it if you don't want want that to happen uh, so there's a lot of things that you should go through your Alexa app and see you know like I don't I, I didn't know this was going on, you know, <laughs> seriously, but this is a new program that, you know, not everybody knows about and you have to opt out of it. It's like, it automatically puts you in it. Um, I haven't, I don't even well, care anymore. The only thing I want to say is Craig and Pegasus. That's all I'm going to leave it right there. <laughs> Craig and Pegasus. We don't have to say any more. Do I have to say any more, Chris? No. Craig and Pegasus. Pegasus what? is a, Pegasus well, is a debacle. You don't want to tell anybody what that is. No, I'm I mean, not really. going to. So Craig, just explain to us what Pegasus really is. And how it affects you in your everyday life. Uh, so, yeah, you guys have a good night. And, uh, Dad, love you. Uh, mean it. Love you. Everything's coming love to me. You, buddy. And, uh, love you. it is a horse. Uh, it's a horse. 
Craig, thank you so much for calling in. Lose this number. Yeah. <laughs> See you soon, Craig. Well, Love you, buddy. Love you, mean it, really. <laughs> See you, Craig. Okay. Oh, my God. We got anybody to talk about if they would sign over their inheritance? <laughs> I just want to talk to somebody that would, if on, their, if on their family member's deathbed, would promise to sign them over everything they have if, if they, they agreed <laughs> to give them eternal life. Eternal life. <laughs> like I said, the auto screen right here is, you know, you can say, like, what you want to talk about. This is Craig Weaver and my inheritance. <laughs> he's, just, he's not screwing around. Oh, my goodness. It's too funny. Oh, so here's the last one, okay? okay? Last one of the top ten. The Portuguese aristocrat who left his fortune to 70 total strangers randomly chosen from a phone directory. <laughs> 70 people listed in the lesbian uh, Lisbon. Oh, it's a lesbian. Well, okay. No wonder yeah. he left. A lesbian phone directory. That's good. Yeah. Nice. <clears throat> All right. Well, nice. like Craig just said. Okay, that's the show hey. for the night. Thank you so much. All right. <laughs> 70 people listed in, in Lisbon, Lisbon phone directory were contacted out of the blue after his death to uh, to be told he had made after his death to be told that, that he had made them his beneficiaries. They had chosen at random from the directory in front of two witnesses at a registry office 13 years before. 13 years before. 70 people. I mean, there are 50% of them are dead, so they're uh, going right, to have I mean, will that, it to So you're going to go else. through all that, but yeah, I mean, that, anyway. just, just in crazy, just crazy. I mean, that's just nuts. Right. And, <laughs> and, nuts. and that just goes to show people, the secret is a real thing, because here's why. Think about this. You're one of those 70 people who believe in the secret and have just been telling the universe, if I only had $10 million. That's right. Right? I could live forever. You, so you may not be able to make the money. You may not be able to work and make $10 million and over your lifetime or whatnot, but keep asking for it. <laughs> <laughs> keep asking for it because you never, listen. You never know when you're going to get again, it. Again, Donald Trump and Joe Biden, if nothing else, whatever you think about these two men, okay, they have taught, they should have taught everybody and should teach us all that the only way not to accomplish something that you really want is by quitting just, just quit that's it's right. quitting that's as right. long as you can now you may not know where you're at when you get it that's right and you may not know completely right you may not know what's going a, on while coma, it's happening in a coma but 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 you you're can still accomplish there. your dreams that's right you can still accomplish your dreams so what more can you ask for i don't know america love it or leave it buddy <laughs> <laughs> we're going to come right back and uh I don't know. We got well. We got we got a, the Jizzline report. Ooh. Ho- hopefully, we're going to be able to play. Oh, listen, everybody. Yeah, let's talk about these headphones. Yeah, let's do this. So I'm, nice I'm a big head. I'm a big fan. Eric uh, got us. You got a big headphone. Here, big headphone guy. You got a big headphone. Guy. Eric got us uh, involved with the uh, Maestro Maestro uh, headphones, and, uh, made made out of Germany. Made made in Germany. For all uh, you guys watching, uh, that's Eric. Eric's out there uh, Eric reply, replying, replying to all your stuff out there. He's at home and uh, kind of being the in his underwear, in his underwear, moderating for us. So that's all those right. replies you see on there, that's Eric Carter. That's so. right, Me- Media Ninja, Media Ninja, <laughs> Media Ninja. Uh, that's that's his own commercial. Anyway, so he got us these, and so we finally. It took a while to to get them in or whatnot, but uh, you know, I was excited about them because they're you know we got them all. Now we're uniform in the studio and all that kind of stuff. And uh, they sound uh, amazing, but I will say this. So I'm 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 going to say this because it, I think it's important. So he sent us these four four of the same pair, which what we asked for. But I opened them up, you know, and they're rigid. They're very, you know, they're very kind of uh, they're just very mm-hmm. cold and 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 just kind of rigid. They're kind of an industrial design, right? So in a way. So I I'm you know I, I go to the website. I mean they're very tough, and and obviously we're you're gonna I'm gonna tell you why. But I mean these things are you could sit on them, drop them, run over them, whatever. 
but so I go to the website and there's all these different types of these headphones, right? Um, and this is the undestructible one, right? And so I was like, this is crazy because I called Eric and I'm like, oh man, you got to tell the guy I wanted to try some, maybe more of the commercial or, you know, the beats and every, what everybody else is doing or whatever. Um, that being said, man, we plugged them in the other day and they sound unbelievable. Yeah. They yeah, sound they amazing. Good. It's oh, unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, are tremendous. I was using Sony before and now I'm, now I've been using these. And if you're looking for a pair of headphones and they're reasonable for, for what you're getting, obviously, I mean, these, they sound awesome. And there's different kinds, and they have them in uh, the different uh, structures. So you can have them with the soft cushions. You can have them look like you know everybody else's headphone, right. um, or you can do these indestructible ones. And if you travel a lot, uh, yeah. and 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 you know you're like we do, um, these are great. I, yeah, I, I was they like, sound great. they're good. They're nice and tight. They're pretty comfortable. Um, I mean, honestly, the ones that I was bringing in my headphones, they're worn out. And these these I can wear these for hours. These sound they sound great. They're kind of a high output. Dude, I, they're I, rigid. They're really, they're badass. The these clarity, are really nice. the clarity is unbelievable. Very so, happy. So with if these. you're looking for a pair of headphones, this is the way to go. So thank you so much for, for that. And uh, we'd like to thank uh, obviously all our other sponsors. But we're gonna take a, a, a break and, and try to get this mic fixed so we can come back and play a song, a little tune, and and do that. And then uh, and uh, I think we got a special guest. Oh, we have another guest. I think we got a special guest. So you got somebody else besides me? I mean, I think there oh, might you be a, tell a me special that. guest. We'll uh, be right that's back. That's disappointing. We'll I don't be right know. back. We'll be right back. From the roots of our excellence, we started a journey into the future. To create the most extraordinary experience in your car. sound. We sail on a boat, fly in a plane, sit on a train. But our automobiles, our ride, that tells people who we are. A brand new car is nice, but in life, we desire innovation, imagination, dreams that manifest to reality. Not just taking what we can get, taking what we can get and making it ours. Titan Motoring, taking what anyone can get and giving you something no one else has.
delicious. Guidance Whiskey. Look for guidance. songs that I ever learned how to play. That's right. I think, as a matter of fact, I learned how to play guitar with a, a Creedence Clearwater Revival book that you had. I'm sure. Oh, it did. It was falling apart, but I played that thing with that. That was one of the first tunes we ever learned. This is the biggie. This is the biggie. You ready? Ladies and gentlemen, The Weavers. Weaver family tradition and get naked and wrestle. All right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> that 
That's disgusting. Yeah, they start fighting a little bit on the stage, like we used to. We start screaming at each other. Andy and I have done that a few yeah, times. Yeah. Andy and I have done that a few times. Oh, my God. That was fun. Yes, that was. That's back That's back in the olden days, buddy. That's at the Elks Club. Good job, boys. Thank right. you, Andy. Yes. I'm Very sorry nice that you job. couldn't be a part of that. <laughs> Nah. Yeah, I bet you Andy's sorry you not <laughs> part of it, too. No, that's great. I'm sorry you couldn't be a part of that, Andy. Yeah, I bet he is. Yeah, he's really sorry. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I, I didn't, it did not suck. I think we got to get, uh, I think it's time to get our special guest up here. Yes. What do you think? Yes. I is see. it time? A shameless example of self-promotion coming up. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. How do you see? I, so I have a very sophisticated way uh-huh. uh, that we tell people downstairs it's time to come up. You ready? Yeah. Mom, come on up here. <laughs> Mom, come on, Mom. That's right. Mom, if you can hear me, come on up. Bring the whiskey. <laughs> that's good. So that's a new new it's thing new I've PA been trying system. to do. It's a very good PA system. I, I, uh, yeah, very I, sophisticated. That's a, tells a le- it really. <laughs> it shoots Alexis really all to pieces. Really, Alexis has nothing on you. It's the cookster. So, so Andy, have you seen these little bottles of guidance? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty awesome. <clears throat> yeah, like, they're great for on the go. You see this for on the go? Uh, I want a six pack <laughs> to go home with. It's really, your, really great. Put your headphones uh, on. I want a six pack of those, please, to go home. So you know, Dad was only half of of me. Okay, half of me ma- being made. Look at and that. I thing. really and I'm, I really don't want to I'm, take credit for that. <laughs> If you don't, if I don't have to, my mom, but my okay. mom looks like she was a, a member of the A Team fan club. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I uh, and listen, <laughs> you, it's it's the outfit. See, it's the no, I'm just teasing. It's you just you look like Barack, uh, Barack, Cal- Barack, Cam- Barack Obama. Camouflage. Is yes. that what his name was, no. Mr. T? Back in the day, Barack Obama. Yes, that's who it was. Oh, yes, that was good. How you doing, Cookie? I'm doing great. Yeah, have a conversation with Have a conversation <laughs> with Andy. I'm doing great, Andy. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. You're gonna get it. Really, the conversation with Andy will be a lot more more intelligent than what know. you're gonna have. I know. I've been watching the show. <laughs> what was that? What the heck was that? Is that a technical snag? Was that a... no? Cookie, did you just sound that way? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? Say something. Yeah. I said, I know. I've been watching the show. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> Andy, what are you doing to me? Oh, oh man. Look at him. He came, he came on here. <laughs> Andy, listen to me. Andy, yeah. you, know, you know you got to walk past her when you leave this oh, room. Well, okay. This isn't going to be pretty. Well, I fixed it. It's fine now. Okay. It's good. All right. How you doing, Mom? I'm doing great. <laughs> God. Oh, it's over. It's over. I just don't want to be my son. <laughs> the munchkins. It's I'm, the munchkins. Oh, I, am sw- I swear to God, I'm sweating so bad. I can't see straight. <laughs> I, I, I'm not. I don't. I don't feel bad at all about anything. <laughs> hey, no well, fear. If my That's voice no keeps sounding like that, I'm going to need that bottle. Over there. <laughs> you, want a, you want a little shot? No, no, not right now. Maybe later. Guidance whiskey for on the go people. That's right. Yeah. When you put this in your son and daughter's lunchbox <laughs> on, on their way to school. On the go. Yeah. Ham and cheese sandwich like dad used to make us. Uh-huh. Very good. What's really funny is, uh, Andy, mom, dad made our lunch in the morning because mom was still sleeping. But uh, <laughs> mom was, mom slept through most of my childhood. <laughs> oh, my. Truly, can you blame me? Uh, no. no, absolutely not. Okay. No. 
Uh, but that being said, I mean, so every morning uh, for, for a short amount of time, it didn't last long. Dad made Oops. our lunch. <laughs> Uh, uh, really the, 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 the fourth time when the, we had the paper bags and something mysterious started leaking out of it in my fourth period <laughs> class, I was really the time I really wanted him to stop. But, stop but ba- basically lunch, lunch was this, <clears throat> uh, uh, two pieces of white bread, uh, miracle whip slathered on, uh, generously and sh- chipped ham. Chipped ham was good. That's it. That was, that was the that whole was good, thing. What's wrong with And that? an apple on the sandwich. So this, this was amazing. That's right. Amazing lunch. And at all of the nutrient values oh, that you needed for yes, the day. Yes, the sodium benzates, right. the uh, phosphate. Grains. No, the grains. Dairy. Dairy. Fruit. Yeah. Proteins. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No I wonder you're sandwich. screwed up. I so know. when I moved to Tennessee. When I moved to. Tennessee? Yeah, there you go. When I moved, <laughs> when I moved to Tennessee, <laughs> I went to the the pharmacy, deli. Went to the deli. You probably went to the pharmacy first, <laughs> and you probably should have still. No, be I went going to the to deli, pharmacy. and I was like, I would like chipped ham, and I swear to God, nobody knew no what way. the hell I was talking about. And so, even when I got him to slice it down, uh, to to the uh, as thin as they could get it, it still wasn't the same no. stuff. And so, the only thing I can think of is that whatever pharmaceutical laden <laughs> ham, whatever antibiotic was eating in West Virginia, was in West Virginia, <clears throat> or wherever you got this ham That's from, right. or was it really ham? Uh, no, that's the other sure. thing, gopher. I, I think it's a West Virginia thing. You know, I think it's just a chipped ham is it, when they just slice it off and it's a big pile. You know, it's a big pile. They stuff it great. in a bag. It's oh, great. yeah. It's this great. is kind of saying it's like a Pittsburgh kind of thing. That's probably Are true. you looking uh, it up right now? It's a, yeah. I'd say it's chipped a, ham. Bipped, yeah, so, I'd say it's a northern, you know, Pennsylvania, West Virginia. I would agree with that. Yeah, one pound chipped ham. Chipped ham. Let's see if I can. Yeah, I mean, because they just stuff it in a there. bag. You know, normally you'd slice ham and you'd lay it out of it. This, that's right. You grab a big, a big handful, handful. you just yeah. shove it in a baggie, and you hand it to the guy, and then that's how they used to just shove it on the plate. So, I mean, what, was it this? Was it these there type it of is. conversations you had when you dated? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cookie, I really much just pretty much <laughs> eat they, any kind I of meat they slam in a bag. <laughs> slam in a bag. Well, there he is. He's putting it into some there salt. It is. Is, that, is that what it looks there like? It that's is. what it is. That's you it. can't right. find that here. No, that takes some special knowledge of uh of butchers and you gotta uh, have you know, the right kind of slicer or something yeah, to get that yeah. thin but i mean I, I even when when i've had it to That's where they've sliced it down you could, it wasn't that taste that, no, it's that, gotta be that that salt with benzate pro phosphate <laughs> yeah. nitrate it preservatives just, yeah. that would last for 30 years out without being in the refrigerator Dude, that looks good yeah, that good. should have been part of my inheritance. That's right. It was a bag of that meat. <laughs> well, and again, you you took it to school and it set out in ninety degree weather didn't all day it. and didn't, didn't hurt. It. It. Matter of fact, I had the best conversation you with did. that bag of ham one time. Yeah, it's good wow. stuff. <laughs> so, um, so let's. What Mom, are we how are We're you? Promoting. Mom, I'm good. So I'm good. you know, I talk about your books on on the shows from time and to time, and I appreciate no, that. Don't. You know, I feel like that uh, it hasn't done much for your sales. No, because we have gotten no sales uh, off of this. We, we're going to change that tonight. Yeah, we're going to make a few sales tonight. We're going to make some sales tonight. But you know, Andy, do I do I still have the picture of mom's stuff? Yeah, it's up right there. There it is. Is it up there? Mm-hmm. Beautiful the ladybugs and stuff. <laughs> Beautiful display. So, mom, we pick me and dad come down from Nashville and pick mom up in K- some city in Kentucky that had a Cracker Barrel. Yeah, which is every city. In well, Kentucky. not many. Not many, and, and and mom comes out and and she's uh, we're we're transferring her stuff from my her sister's car to dad's car. We're uh-huh. driving down together, and there's she said I have a lot of bags, a lot of bags. I went to a what'd you call it a, a farmer's market? Or? No, peddler's mart. Peddler's market mart. That's the first time I've ever been to them. They're a great. Peddler's mart. Yes. Peddler's. Because you've 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 now started this whole. Uh, thing of not just the ladybug stuff but i mean you're 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 creating all these neat little 
Well, if you Andy throw that back up again, mm-hmm. if you can, uh-huh. you know, there's some oh, okay. little, there's a few things there that uh, over there to the to to the top on the top little stand. There's these little Christmas mm-hmm. things we made this Christmas. You made where they're they're called dry snow globes. They yeah. don't have the water in them, but I'm I'm making yeah. different types and for different seasons of the uh, different types are. of uh, dry snow globes, which have been selling pretty well. And and All then of course of my stuff. rocks. I love the rocks. Yeah, the my rocks, rocks nice. there on the side, yeah. To the well, right, uh, there's okay. a couple of them. Oh, all uh-huh. these rocks down here, the mm-hmm. little yeah, stones and stuff? Mm-hmm. You, yeah. So mm-hmm. you paint those. Oh, right. like those flat things, those are the flat yeah, rocks. Yeah, they look like little ladybugs. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, 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 and if you have a lot of them in your house, if you ever get, you know, some a, a burglar comes in, you could just beat the shit out yeah. of somebody <laughs> that walks. You got all these ladybugs. The, uh, could you see the headline the next day? A uh, uh, burglar gets killed with ladybug rock. Bombardment of ladybugs. <laughs> we, man, mark, man hit. we market those as very sophisticated paperweights. That's, how, that's the marketing strategy. Oh, that's the marketing They're strategy. Because paperweights are back in. That's right. I, Andy, can you see my inheritance just really just slipping <laughs> with everything that they say? <laughs> What's going to be fun Now is, you're just getting painted rocks. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> great. What's going to be really fun for you is when you go you when you go to the house after Craig's finished. That's what you're going to have a bunch of rocks. Going to be a pile of rocks there, you know. That's it. And you, you think about down Craig's house, yeah. and all there's left is just rocks. these two ladybugs smiling yeah. at me. Nothing's going to. Everything's oh going to. Craig's moved everything because he just wanted the insurance money. I'm that's going right. to jail. Cats and dogs living together. Yeah, Mass hysteria. hysteria. Yep. So we're going to do some. Promoting of books tonight. <laughs> right, so my mom. We want some sales. Yeah, so mom, read uh, read us a little passage. Okay, let's see. These are two children's books that you've written called A Bug in the Rug. A bug. <laughs> <laughs> not not no. quite. A wiggly no. spider, I'm a slug, a salamander, and a bug. the second uh, story. It's called A Blue Sky, A Butterfly, A Sneaky Spider, and the Bug. And these two stories I wrote, being a teacher, I um, know that. And I used to teach kindergarten, preschool and kindergarten. Um, and... And these are set in rhyme, and uh, rhyme is an early foundational skill that leads to success in reading. So I wrote these in rhyme, and I used them in my classrooms. But this first, uh, it's about this little ladybug who is the main character in the story, and she sets out on adventures, and every time she goes out on an adventure, she finds herself in trouble and needs a hand to get back home safely. So I'll just read a few pages here to start it off. Each new day's light and sounds of summer happily awakened Bug from his morning slumber. As he got himself ready to greet the new day, he wondered what adventures would be coming his way. As he stepped outside and felt the warmth of the sun, a smile spread across his face and he started to run. Bug ran and ran and he ran some more through a field of grasses and wildflowers galore. He paused for a moment, taking in sense of the air. And just for a while, Bug had no cares. But the silence he seemed to be enjoying so was broken with sounds coming from the valley below. Now Bug's curiosity was like that of a mouse, which led him to flying toward the old farmhouse. Bug's sense of adventure doesn't often go as planned as he finds himself in trouble and always needing a hand. <laughs> so that's just leading you into the adventure that he, he gets into. Yeah. And the trouble he gets into. Yeah. Well, don't don't give no, it away. I won't give any more away. But that away. just no. gives you a little. Now we know who's been writing your songs. Touche. That's a good joke. Touche. <laughs> okay. Moving right along. Andy gets. <laughs> Andy's gonna have to, Andy is not going to be on the show next week. That's, that's okay. Right. 
He needs me. I know it. I mean, he puts himself in a position where I really can't do it. <laughs> no, yeah. I, mean, you know I, mean? like, I really don't up. have a choice. Yeah, suck it up, you take it. You dish it, man. So, you dish it, you got to take it. So, uh, Mom, that's really awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, would, you really like, would you like some whiskey? <laughs> After the show. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, what we what we can't show on the air is Mom's two books she wrote uh, after drinking a bottle of Jack Daniels. <laughs> Those books no. were also good, that's but right. for different reasons. Where can uh, Do you have any uh, internet presence that yes. we could find? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So right now, both these books. Talk in the microphone, Dad. Both of these books <laughs> can be purchased on her Facebook site, which is Ann Weaver Author. Okay. And they both can be purchased oh. there. No. And and this also Christmas, on Amazon. And Amazon, sure, but it's better on sure Ann Amazon. Well, sure. No problem. Sure. We're not giving yeah, Amazon. On Amazon. <laughs> we're not giving Amazon any deal here. We'll give the we'll give everyone watching the <laughs> okay. show the deal. So and, I, I, was, I was over here kind of scouring around a little bit, see if I could find something. Yeah. Are you aware of another AnnWeaverBooks.com? Are you aware of her? Another no. children's author named no. Ann Weaver? No way. Yes, yeah. I, I am. You are? Yeah, there's yeah. it's out my there. Mark, my mark. Farm fiasco, it looks like. Yeah. I think it's a it's yeah, I know. I'm, I'm so we gotta it. totally you know, for five hundred bucks, it's well, not this Ann Weaver so. can be a living. Yeah, well, Craig, we know Craig. <laughs> We could talk to Craig, and that takes care of her and Weaver. We got to take but, her out, right? Is right. It? No, I think no, that that's no. part of this. It's competition, and so anyway, <laughs> anyone who purchases off of your show today gets a free box of Crayola crayons. What? Oh. Yes, with the books. Just in so, case you ever get hungry. Well, no, it's true. <laughs> you get desperate after after the Biden administration gets through with us. But the bottom line is that these they're they're, yeah. they're color. You know they can color in things oh, too. Oh, yeah, cool. they're black so, and white, and they the, can be colored. That's right. Uh-huh. So they can color, and there there it is. There, there. this show has just gone to it, shit. It, it, <laughs> if they can color, so they get a free box of Crayola crayons, especially for the Chris Weaver. Thank you. How valid? That's is great. Now you're customer. going to be testing to see if I can sell it. And anything. if nobody and does then, it, we're <laughs> never watching the stinking show right. again. <laughs> It's over. Whenever we're done, well, we're done watching. Put the show. mic up a little bit, uh, you know, like turn it towards your mouth what? a little. Yeah. Oh, they surely. Can yeah. Hear God, it. no, you I got, can hear it. You hey, got a great voice. You got a great voice. I'm trying to use it. Mom's mom's got a great voice too, huh, I know. Andy? She does. Andy? Yeah. Oh, she's got a great. Uh, uh, mom, let, let me hear it. Uh, hold. I mean, Andy. Oh, here we go. You got it. Did you tune her in a little bit better? This is going to be. Yeah. Good. It's yeah. A lot, here it's we a lot go. I can't wait yeah. to hear that. Right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just just say a few words because your voice sounds good too. I bet it does. Oh yeah, God. that sounds like my bug. <laughs> That's true. Oh, this could be good. She could read that book like a lot, with it that sounds voice. Like a lot of things, but it does not sound like a bug. It sounds like the ladybug. <laughs> I'd I, I say that voice sounds like if mom maybe made a trip to Vegas once a year. <laughs> a little healing him, that's all. Do, do that laugh again. Do the, the, the cookie laugh. Well, I have to laugh at something. <laughs> Chris, do something. <laughs> <laughs> Best thing ever. Introducing it on me. I love it. Last time on this show. That's right. That's good though. Oh my oh god. Oh my god. Is that awesome or what? The ratings. You're never going to beat this show. The ratings on this show is going to be so high through the roof. There's nothing you're going to be able to do. I mean, next next week we got we got you two got big nothing. two big prominent uh, no, broadcasters, and uh, I don't think I have five people. No, no. they're going to be bumped, and they're going to ask for us back. Look, m- mom. Look at this. I asked dad to give me some pictures. Just uh-huh. send me some pictures. Uh-huh. This is the first picture he sent me. You ready for this? This is this is the first one. <laughs> yes, I'm like, what the hell hey, is that? There's some good stuff here. That is that is macaroni and cheese ice cream. Oh, I'm gross! Want, I'm, I'm want to invest in that company. Oh. It's 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 your dessert and lunch in the same thing. It's, 
It's on oh. the go. It's on the go. You stick that in oh. your little thing. Van Leeuwen? 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 Leeuwen. I got to be honest with you. I got to be honest with you. I don't think it would be that bad. Oh, no, it would be. It, because you're only, sure. the only thing different than, than regular macaroni and cheese is, I, is the sugar in, that would be in this. That's Other right. than that, you're just looking it's at milk the dairy and, and the stuff. taste. That's right. I'd try it in an instant. Oh, I would. Oh, my, yes. I'll buy it if I find it. I'm ready. It's going to listen to me. And it would go along with my cherry pie and apple pie for breakfast <laughs> that I have. Of all the nutritional, va- everything's right there. You have the pie. My dad, they, the these, ice two, cream. these two get on me for being an alcoholic. But this, this is what this guy <laughs> eats every morning. Look, a nice, no, nutritious no, no. bowl of cherry pie and cherry pie chocolate and ice cream. And, ch- and ice chocolate cream, milk. But it's got everything you want in it. Cherry pie. Mm. It's good. Good stuff. You know, it's it, the other thing, Dad, is it's nice to see that you guys weren't, that you guys, you guys were true. You know, you held true to the to, I, I'd say the political line that you had no problem with COVID. Probably didn't even think it was real. I mean, obviously this was no. not even no. a big deal to you to no. go out. Is it? That's I mean, me. But that's when I came to your house for the first time. That's just so a COVID, normal. COVID didn't bother. No, because I was used to coming to your house. Yeah, no problem. There's no things problem. in this house that no one even knew. This could have been the Luon Lab of the United States in this house. It's definitely well, a wet market. Oh, in this yeah, place. yeah. There's some stuff yeah. coming out of this. House. It's definitely a wet market in this place. <laughs> there's stuff, yeah. Uh, that you need to what is suit. hey? Breaking news! I just got this off the wire. This is good. That's right, everybody. It's the Jizzlene report. The Jizzlene Maxwell. Maxwell, Jizz, Giz, Gee, Gee. For God's sakes, it's Gee. <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to this for two years. It's Gee. I can't take it anymore. Hey, listen, Jizzlene, everybody, everybody knows me for saying it as Jizzlene. Okay. Okay, so I think that I have to continue with my small, well, small fan base by telling them uh, and, and, and giving them the name that they understand and know. I don't have any problem with that. That makes sense. So where is she at now? Okay, so still in prison in New York. Uh, I'm infatuated with this lady, by the way. I mean, I, I really uh, more infatuated with what's going to happen to her. What's going to happen to this woman? Does she make it to trial? Is there going to be a trial? Does she get... Shipped to France. Do you know who I'm talking about? I have no idea. A good deal. Yes, you're not missing a thing. <laughs> I don't That's, know who this it is what is. happens when you are just uh, <laughs> burning the midnight the oil with six bottles of wine and That's a right. bag and a rug. And writing a book. <laughs> so uh, even the attorneys uh, at this point oh, are laughing not- because she's extraordinary. She has an extraordinary lack of memory. <laughs> <laughs> of anything that's happened. Does. Anything that's happened, Jizzlene has said. No go. I don't, I don't remember. even remember being there. Nope. I plead the fifth. Here you go, Weaver. Looking at how to pronounce the name of British socialite who is known in particular for her association with financier and convicted criminal Jeffrey Epstein. Now, the question is on her first name more than anything, which is of French origin. And in French, French. it can be pronounced either Guylaine or Gislaine. But in British, as is the case for her, her first name is generally pronounced Ghislaine Maxwell. Ghislaine. Ghislaine. You're close Maxwell. with Jizz. Ghislaine. Ghislaine. Or, or in, it looked like in Germany her name was G- Joaquin Phoenix. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> so what it was that? It could be anything. Yeah, in uh, Romania, that? it's the sort of Saronin. Yeah, so there you go. Joaquin G- Phoenix in German. We just learned some new words yeah, today. I think uh, Jizzlene works. Yeah, Gislaine. so she has Gislaine. total near amnesia about flights she took with Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, and numerous oh other people, uh, they they opened up uh, 50, 50 new files, uh, uh, basically of handwritten documents 
of her basically saying, uh, you know, like, uh, Jeffrey, uh, Pam Wilson is here to see you at seven. And then, uh, Jeffrey, uh, your 12-year-old for eight is here, uh, you know. I mean, and she can't remember anything, anything. Even, even when it's shown in front of her. Right. What's really crazy, and we were talking about this earlier, is the names that were on these notes are redacted, right? So even though these files are given to the court, these these names of people you have to imagine are big people that everybody knows, right? Are still etched out. Um, it, it just, I I just don't, I just, I'm I'm so intrigued by what's going to happen. My, my one of my favorites uh, is the Prince Andrew thing. With the Virginia Golfrey, I guess yeah. I, these names are just atrocious. Uh, known as Virginia Roberts, uh, alongside Gisleen, uh in, in the Florida, uh, I guess they took a picture together or whatnot. He don't remember anything either. Well, I'm sure he forgot everything. Yeah. Uh, basically, everybody that's taken a picture with him forgot is everything. pretty much everybody that you bought their soaps, <laughs> uh, their their books, their, yeah, uh, their internets. <laughs> yes. Yeah, amnesia is going to be the way to go. Really good job today with that. That was good. Uh, we'd li- also like to thank uh, Verdoliac Law Group, who is one of our major sponsors and, and help us out a lot. Uh, Eddie is a, a great dude, and uh, they can help you anywhere in the country. So if you need anything uh, and, and you're not sure who, who to call, uh, give them a call, uh, Verdoliac Law Group, and, and they'll help you find somebody, even if it's in your area. They're good, good, good peeps. Uh, so I listen to this radio station out of uh, Chicago, and 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 a, and, a, and a guy that I listen to uh, on there, I'm not going to mention names because I don't want to get political. Now that I've got a corporate job, right? Okay. Now that I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> a suit. Now that I'm a suit. By the way, River Ranch Resort. Uh, I'm, I'm working for <laughs> more selfless uh, w- Westgate Resorts. If you uh, want an out uh, a glamping, so you, have you ever glamping? Have you ever heard of this? No. Andy, have you ever heard of that term? Oh yeah, a glamping. Absolutely. Uh, can you bring up a glamping tent? Yeah, well, okay. I'll find something. So we're, I'm gonna, this is very interesting, okay? And, and, and I'm not sure that Mark Waltrip did not uh, coin this phrase, but glamping, okay, is glamorous camping. Camping. All right? And so in, in, in River Ranch, they have these teepees uh, that they've made, these glamorous teepees, you know, that, that people can stay in. They're like $1,000 a night. It's, it's you know. Some that, of them, that yeah. Of, some of them, that's right. And there's also wagons. The wagons stay are in, great. Which is, I, I stayed in the wagon. I'm going to stay in the wagon. So acro- there's TPs and across the road, there's wagons. Mom's so it looks like an old wagon. Western, you know, yeah. setting. They're going to have, they have a safari. They're going to have giraffes and all this stuff. Right now they have just buffalo, huge cattle. It's it's really an amazing experience. Mm. River Ranch in, in Orlando, Florida. Anyway, so I, I'm listening to the, this, this uh, talk show guy that I listened to out of Chicago. And, and and so I listen to a podcast. So he he does. Oh, is this it? This is it. Yeah, it's uh. This is some guys. Oh. I mean, yeah. So this is glamping. Essentially, there's no camping involved. The only thing that makes this camping is you have a tent, right? I, I will say River Ranch does something a little bit different. They actually put a tent, but they it's a real tent, Coleman tent, that kind of thing. They just put it on a platform, which I really appreciate. Right. So you have a platform, but it's but it's it's you know your regular sleeping bags and stuff. This is next level, and this is glamping, right? So this is just a really nice. Some of them have air conditioning units. I mean, little kitchenettes. I mean, it's you know, it's glamping. It is what it is. It's you know? cool. This guy's is pretty cool. I'm sure there's cooler ones. Well, I mean, if you Westgate has the the TPs, I don't know if you could find them or yeah, not. Maybe. But uh, is there somebody on the phone? Oh my god. <laughs> I already know who's on the phone. <laughs> I told him to wait till the right time to strike, but he, he's obviously like doing dishes or something. Well, no, you can't just no, shut up and be quiet. No, you, you know, you, you smoke sixty packs of cigarettes a day. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna have to cough. 
You're gonna have to make Good a God. Call. I was definitely calling today. To say <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's it's our buddy. It's Bowler. It's Bowler. Hey, Jim. How you doing? Buddy? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm glad Andy doesn't have a funny voice on you right now. I know. Thank you. I'll give it to you. I am too. Yeah, I'll give it to, to you right Jim. now, Jim. That's right. Give it to Jim. <laughs> oh. You can make me sound like Darth Vader if you want to. <laughs> I don't know. Can you do that from a phone call? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Can you really do that? Yeah. Put a different yeah. voice on somebody else? Yeah. So, so Craig's <laughs> been doing that for yeah years and four, years. Five years. <laughs> well, what's really crazy is we're gonna have uh we're gonna have a guest on that in a, hopefully in a couple of weeks that is right now in Haitia, Haitian. What word? Hades. Hades. Thank you. I'm Hades. Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking Haitian president is what I'm thinking. Right. But anyway, is in Hades with a, a drug lord um, that's going to that is going to call in and talk to us about the Haitian president getting killed and exactly what's going on down there right now from on the ground. What do you think about that, Bowler? Uh, Yeah, that's kind of crazy. (laughs) That's how this guy's going to talk, too, by the way. When he calls in. Well, I'm saying, Andy, we're going to have to use this. Yeah, when he calls in. Oh, yeah, to to disguise his voice. Disguise his voice. voice. Wow, I got, uh, yeah, we can do that all day. Yeah, not a problem. You got to disguise his voice. So, Jim, Jim races cars. Corvettes, Street street racing, right, right. Corvette. Um, And he won. I'll let him tell you, but yeah, he won Jim. a big event, and uh, and uh, and we'll just say what what, what happened because every every anybody who listens to the show, Jim kind of knows what the situation is. So what 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 event did you win? So they, I won that Speedworks Challenge in Willow Springs, and I just got back last night uh, from Utah. We had that big event up there, and I hope that I scored enough points to make the Invitational. Um, obviously we still need some stickers from you, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, to get all over the car, once the car goes to SEMA, uh, stickers need to be all over your car. So you get a, a lot of advertising, man, probably 10,000 people roll through that place in wow. that week, if not more, maybe 15,000. So, um, good event. It just kills me with the drive, man. It's 25 hours with the driving by oh, myself. My and then you have to drive the for the event. No, I towed. I tow. I took the truck and oh. we we. I towed up and towed back. Shauna flew up Friday and flew back Monday. So, but well, congratulations! Yeah, congratulations! congratulations. <clears throat> yeah, I've been following because I love Corvettes. So I've been following you, Jim, forever. But that's a neat car. Well, I appreciate that. It, it's it's and it's really good now. I mean, it's uh, finally decided to jump out of stock and build the engine and you know jump in with these guys and what i can do so when you're running against the fastest guys in the country and you're running top five i feel pretty good about that you know so, and i'm gonna put, I'm, uh, gonna, I'm gonna make him a sticker that's about two-thirds of an inch thick <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna ruin that edge yeah, i'm gonna right. ruin that edge. slow I'm gonna him screw, down about five or six miles chris weaver band with it just embossed <laughs> embossed like, on the car how fast what's the average speed we, jim um so it depends on the track you go to so when we get to willow Man, you come down the back stretch and and the front stretch. You're buck sixty five oh, probably wow. on on both sides. That's pretty um, fast. Which I should probably put a cage in the car, but one sixty five. I don't push that hard yet. See, well, Andy, Andy's bringing we up in Andy's and Andy's bringing up this is old. So this is old school it's racing, a, street racing. It's got some curves in it. Well, can you see that, Jim? I mean, is that a that's it? That's pretty updated. As far as Willow Springs, yeah, Willow Springs. 
See, I don't know. He does this um, kind no. of racing. I don't think this is his racing has cones, and no, we're a road course. It's we a road, road course, course, but it's we do, and it's nine turns. All across. Yep. Wow. Nine turns. Oh, yeah, wow. It's the fastest track in the West, and that place is insane. And the problem with that place is, if you get off course at all there, um, you get a chance of hooking a wheel and flipping the car. And, oh yeah, my I don't God. Have to do with that. Yeah, this guy's so. 132 in that straightway. He's, I don't know if Jim, you can see would that, it, Jim. Would, Jim, would it help if, uh, from you from flipping if, if you extended the wheels out three feet on each side? <laughs> 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 so uh, I take it that's Probably. not possible. No. Can you see that right now, Jim? So that, that... I don't think that's, I don't think that's going to pass. Uh, check <laughs> uh, that's pretty. That's a heck of a course. I, I, I couldn't do that. No, I'm not doing it. Especially I'd my hot, especially that. my yeah, Highlander. We ran Utah Motorsports Canvas last weekend, and then we ran Vegas, and then we'll be back in Vegas for uh, the Invitational. So, if I make the Invitational, which I think I should, I've got the thousand points I need. Um, I'm just hoping I got to see how the chips fall back east. And I, after this first event, I really don't want to tow to Kentucky, but because you're going to be out of town anyway, right? Aren't you going to be somewhere else when that race is happening? I think we're talking about this. Yeah, whatever date that is, I'm out of town. <laughs> that's kind of messed up but uh, we already talked about it so, uh, well jim i tell you what uh I'm, thanks for calling good talking with you Jim. hey, hey guys it yeah. was good, t- Thank good you talk guys. good luck with the race bob yes cookie take care good thanks. talking to you guys and Absolutely. we'll talk to you soon thanks okay buddy see you jimmy take care. jim Already, yeah. <laughs> I like to ride in that car sometime going a hundred and some miles. It's an nice. Hour. It is nice. And he's got some. Uh, did you see the last one uh, that you know where he was running that course with the cones? And yes. it was on, oh my god. Hey, we here's your uh, oh, here's your TPs. Uh, oh yeah, that's that's that's, that's River uh, West uh, Westgate Westgate River Ranch right now. Yeah, look at these things. So the, you've been the, these are the ones you've been to and saw, or Correct. is this a different? No, these are it. Okay, yeah, that's these are that's it. really neat. So this is your glamping. This is gl- this is major glamping. Jeez, yes. So the, the, these things are basically hotel rooms, like an A-frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're gonna. I think is he gonna walk into it right now? Yeah, I think he does a whole thing. Oh, that's gotta be. Where is it? That's really neat. And uh, Mark's got this thing dialed in too. I mean, it's it's really in it. And and it's playing and, a little quicker now. So you know, you come out and your breakfast will be in that bucket in the morning and your stuff. And, <laughs> look at the. Inside. I mean, look at the insides of these things. Oh, this wow, is, this is crazy. Is that not insane? They're oh, gorgeous. No, they, we got to do this. Yeah, you got to do. It. I told you, you got to. Oh yeah, come down. we have to do it. That is so neat. So I'm doing major Nashville songwriting nights once a, once a month there, so, uh, bringing down songwriters from Nashville, and then also bands. We're going to be playing there. Uh, we're actually playing the first one on August 25th. I think. The, aren't you going to book the promises down there? Um. So yeah, we'll be there August Hello? 24th. Can you hear me? Am I coming <laughs> in? Okay. August 25th. Is the promise coming down? And then, there's walls in these things and a fireplace. Yeah. I think there's a wall right between me and you right now. Yeah, the there promise. is a wall. Yeah, there is a wall. And I tell you this, I, I, I got to be honest with you. All, all kidding aside, so mom, I, while while we're talking about this stuff, okay, there's a uh, there is a uh, barrister shelf, oh, barrister barrister shelf in the in the Book basement. Cases. This is awful. No, tons of junk in it. I would like to have it. He wants the so barrister bookcase. Just go ahead and tell everybody right now that that's watching that it's it's cool if I grab that. And before you say something. I'm kind of getting a feeling we're getting interviewed for a rest home. 
<laughs> you ever get that feeling right now? Well, you know, all I need to do is go get my bedroom slippers on and an old kind of thing. I think we're hey. kind of getting interviewed hey, hold for. On, hold on. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I think it's kind of like this thing's going to go to yep. sunny Sean Acres. And, and we got, you and I uh, are going to be sitting there. Craig Weaver's calling back in right now. <laughs> <laughs> he wants the Bears to bookcase. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, he wants to. So now we're going to fight him. You're on how valid is the validity. Hey, is he there? I hope not. No, he's not. I was kidding. Right? <laughs> oh, no, oh. no, he's not. No, because I was going to have to give him the barrister bookcases, Andy, if he called back. He in. already done his thing. I was going to have to give you the book. He needs to watch out for those ladybug well, rocks coming you know, through his window. I do. Have to, <laughs> I do yeah. have to say this: that every time Chris comes home, you know, and I'm downstairs in the kitchen, I can hear him upstairs in his old room, and I hear trunk lids shutting, and I yeah. hear him. Yeah. I can well, hear him into the closet. Moving things and, around the floor. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. I'm going to tell you something right now. If somebody told me today, <laughs> your parents left half a million dollars up in one of those closets, <laughs> I would basically say they, they should have took it with them. <laughs> <laughs> because Let that is one you, of the most awful yeah. situations I've ever seen in my it's entire It's going to take a half a million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> to get all that crap out of that house one day. You're, probably, this probably. is not going to listen to me. If I want to do Craig a favor, Andy, I'm going to leave yeah. everything to Chris. If I want to do Craig a favor, <laughs> Craig, Craig gets nothing. Chris gets it all because it, it's going to be a nightmare. Isn't it, isn't it funny that when your kids leave, that just their rooms become storage? Oh, rooms. it's unbelievable. Yeah, he's hiding storage all rooms, those, uh, storage they facilities. Look like, they look yeah. like peddlers' malls. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could open. That's now. There's a strategy. You could open up a peddler's mall at the moment we're done. Yeah. You know? Just hide it all in those yeah. in those yeah. uh, cottage cheese containers. <laughs> <laughs> you never Is that a big thing with people? Were your parents like that too? We're gonna we're gonna take plastic containers that we had yes. food in them and I'm gonna sit, put them somewhere to hide. My, put... my grandma all day, man. She's got um like cool whip containers, country crock. Oh, cool whip <laughs> containers cool are good. Yeah, yeah, with the country crock containers well, too. Well, you know, there is it's a, all about there's, leftovers. There's a theme behind all that though, and I think half America knows. You take leftover food or food that you want to share with, with the neighbors, and that's you send right. it over to them. Cool. You, don't, you don't have to worry them. about them bringing right. back the container. That's right. No good Tupperware stuff. You give yeah. the good ones a you know a little cottage cheese thing for food you don't want. <laughs> oh, Jesus, take it bad. Why? There's nothing wrong with that. That's I'll tell you right now. If there's anybody neighborly. listening, if there's anybody listening, okay. If you if if right, we got a couple minutes left, if anybody calls in from now to the end of the show, okay. And they, they mention, I have one container, one food container, a product that I'm thinking in the top of my mind that everybody uses. It's everywhere. It has. Okay. If, if It's in the top of my head. Right. If you call in and say which one I'm thinking, I will give you a brand new car stereo. Right. I, I'm serious. <laughs> I'll do it. If you can, if you can mention the one I'm thinking, I'm just gonna leave it a container. And it's let's, a crazy thing. Every time I go to my grandmother's house, she sends me home with all kinds of leftovers. She'll she'll cook for me and she'll like empty out the. She'll give me like old like mac and cheese and stuff. But then she's sending me home with like five different things of leftovers in country crock <laughs> butter containers. I'm like, Grandma, how much butter are you consuming? <laughs> are you really eating like six tubs of butter in like the, the four months I haven't seen you? Seriously, you need to go to the doctor. <laughs> Like, it's like, 
where is she getting all these? All she eats is Cool Whip and butter by the spoonful. Have you, Andy, <laughs> staying with the conversation, have you asked her where you're at in her will? Oh, yeah. Have you asked that question? Uh, where, where are hopefully you? she's not listening. No, so. I hope not. Uh, Kathy Cooper just says, I'm sure you could do a sale. Uh, uh, see, you could do a sale on your front yard of all Chris's stuff. I'm sure it would sell. You know what, Kathy? You know what, Kathy? I just threw, I just threw about 60 pictures of you away the other day. <laughs> Yes. Me and Dad went through my whole high school and college <laughs> in career five minutes. in five minutes and tossed everything that was in there. Oh, everything, every, every picture of everybody I've ever Every known. trophy, oh. every picture, Jesus. every plaque. Did you? In all that stuff minutes. you had at the house, yeah. you did go it's through all finally. Going. Oh, finally. All yeah. going. Yay. Let me tell you, see, you touch my trains, and I swear <laughs> to God, I will shove every rock with a ladybug up your hind end. What, what trains, Chris? You had trains? I had trains. Yes, had I trains? had trains. Oh, I don't know. I think that train left the station, buddy. About two or three years ago. It was going. I'm with Chris on the trains, man. Don't touch my. Uh, Don't touch my trains. Don't you touch my trains. I remember when when I was young, and we and you know you'd always put those big ones up on a board, and I thought that was the coolest thing. So I was going to put my HO trains up and get the little dudes, and and I thought it would be so cool because I would have a camera like this. Like this, I was gonna do some crazy photography <laughs> with with a camera, and I was gonna get you know do a miniature shot, right. you know, like on the phones and stuff. Like now they have the miniature shot yeah. you can make where it blurs out the top and bottom. Right. And I was gonna put, and I took, I I must have had six hundred <laughs> pictures of this this shitty ass trains and little people. Look, at, okay, okay, I get it. Same <laughs> Yeah, you got all the trains right there. When you were that old, this is about the train train time right yeah, there. Right there. I think he wanted to go home with Santa that day. No, mom, I told you, no, Santa, Santa was not a molester. A, I mean, if you're a Santa nice Claus guy. in Chattanooga right now, apparently it's a, a thing to do. But yes. Yeah. I, this is. I, I've always. I thought. I thought I always wanted to do this. No, never again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we can't we we can't leave Craig out. Of oh, there's look my Craig. at the Craig. Yeah. See, we just laugh at Chris. Craig, <laughs> Craig gets it. Craig gets everything. There you go, Craig. That's our Even buddy. Santa Claus endured him. Look at him. Santa Claus is looking at him. Like, he's looking, looking at, at Craig. He wasn't right. looking at you. No, no he Craig did. was good looking when he yeah, had, he when he had hair. <laughs> Craig looks like listen. Craig looks like a Smurf. That's all I can tell you right now. Women little Smurf characters. That's what Craig. We always thought he's our little Smurf. You were Gargamel. That's okay. Jesus, Dad. That's, that's okay. Like a, that was a quick turn I, left, I, wasn't I, it? Was pretty, Gargamel. Gargamel. That was kind of the Smurf. Should we tell him the story well, about when Craig, when Chris uh, was about two years old and picked up a roll of duct tape and hit you no, in the head with it. Should we talk about that? Well, he's been hitting me in the head ever since. What are you talking about? <laughs> See, the, I get a smack know, in the head now. That's right. Well, here, okay. we got to put Bob up here, this too. Is going to is shit. this Bob's? This is going to Is this your oh, office, Bob? That was the, that's the shrine. I mean, how many years, how many years of, of office stuff 40 was years Jesus there. God almighty. That was... That office was like a museum. People would walk in just to see when he went tours. Went I, tour I just love it. Office. I just love it. Dead. Look what's up in the I know. Let's stop the Craig conversation. Look what's up in the left hand corner on that build on that. Uh, Blake Shelton. That's no. Blake Shelton. <laughs> no. Look over to the oh, right, right of Blake right Shelton. Right here. Right of Blake Shelton. The only reason Blake Shelton's over there is that's the magazine right. article with your name All mentioned. All right, Andy, Blake bring Shelton. that up. Bring that up again. Bring it up beside the picture. Look what's bes- no. What? Do the picture beside me. Dude, that big picture's got the red in the middle. Yes. Okay? This is a great story. Right here? Yeah. That's a good shot. This is a great story. So, Andy, the reason that I got to play at the stage, okay? Uh-huh. There it is. Was Dad was down here with with Craig um, from, from uh, what the hell was their name? Uh, Jeff had those guys, too. 
Uh, shit, doesn't matter. No, I remember the group. That, Dad that. came down and played with me at 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 second fiddle. That's second fiddle. At yeah, second fiddle. So that's how. So Kent was working sound then, and I I played second fiddle with Dad and a couple other of my friends. Matter of fact, Matt Billingsley was a drummer. Oh, okay. The, the Taylor the place for Taylor Swift now. Mm-hmm. He was our drummer. Uh, who was the ba- who was playing bass? I don't even remember. And then and then and and then our bu- buddy and and that's how and so we got right done there, right there I am we got done we got done playing and I, I, so like that, the, that's Bob right there yes yeah the guy and let me use his guitar we got done playing and and I go home the next day and and uh, a buddy of mine says Kent told him he was like yeah Chris was good but uh, you know they're just not there yet <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, they're just not here the best story there is right there see there now so I don't want to hear about the Craig stuff that's been in my office for. For since you started long playing, That's and there's the article. The article that magazine was with uh, your your name. Blake said, "When I don't have anything to do, I go down." down Chris, we ride. He don't remember that either. He's he like, pro- well, he's, he's got going Jin now. Lee, he's got Jisling memory. <laughs> he's asked. He's probably he's asked Jis- him to Jis- pull Jis- that Maxwell memory. to pull that out of the magazine. <laughs> but uh, the best the best one is when you came to Nashville. We me and you went into the stage, and we're sitting there at the bar. And I said, "You need to be playing." No, I'm never going to play down here. I'm never. I I don't want to oh, play yeah. down. I'm never going to play down here. I said, "Just get the guy's card." Just ask for the guy's car. I said, "What are you going to lose?" No, I'm. We're never going to play here. I never forget that conversation. And you know who Why was is that there? That's one of these things that Chris really wants. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's already <laughs> going to Craig too. I'm sorry, <laughs> Craig got <laughs> that one already, Andy. I'm sorry. Oh, that was false. Oh, you can have oh, that. There's my cat. You can have that, Chris. Take, bring yeah. that down here. That's your, there's I, so I'm many gonna, things I want to say right now that I cannot do. And there's your sled I cannot that, say. that Craig got the sled too, but that's okay. Andy, stop this. This is really embarrassing for Chris. Chris, you get nothing. You, got, you get not even the sled, not, not even the, the, the horsey. The, the, the horse. He gets nothing. All right. Okay. Just end it. That's right. Put this put this boy to bed. Next week, we have Jonathan Hutton and Coach Mack uh, from the Titans Broadcasting. Actually, I'll kick 360 now. They're all for Clay. Uh, Travis Scott's network on Fox, and so we're excited about having them back. But tonight, tonight, what a great show! Thank I appreciate the invitation. Buddy, I, I hesitated fun. to do this. I, I thought you you're going to embarrass the crap no, out no. of me. But neither you nor Andy. You embarrassed <laughs> Mom a little bit. Yeah, but that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Like that's <laughs> Golly, that's just embarrassing. I gotta tell you, what a bunch of butt cheeks! But I, it's an honor to be on. How valid yes. is the validity yeah. with you two guys? And 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 I'll end on this because you know we may never get to talk in the that's same right. place about this. So again, I, I've said it before, but Dad was with me uh, at the at the union meeting when I was when oh, I was running wow. for House of Delegates. This is cool. I was twenty years old running for House of Delegates, and and Dad w- went with me to and, and I was in a room full of union people. These yep. union people, carpenters, union, yeah, all, everything. It was everybody, and uh, and there was a, luckily we had a friend on the the guy, the main guy was our friend too. That's right. But Dad's sitting over here on the left hand side, and I'm in the middle of all these different people going through this list of of questions that you have to answer to try to get backing or whatnot. And and it comes, everybody's going, doing fine, doing fine. Questions, good, good, good. And and then they get to one question, people start questioning this question, this answer to this question. Right. And so at some point in time, I, I look up at her and I says, well, it just depends on how valid is your validity. And dad just, you just stole dad. My, 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 I, I didn't know what, I'm I mean, what he said was, I, I couldn't believe it. I mean, what, what the hell? And, but I'm looking around at everybody and everybody's mouth's just hanging open. <laughs> like this is the most profound thing they've ever heard anyone ever say. They just, it was, it was quiet. 
If you could pull up the commercial, uh, 1984 Apple commercial, Super Bowl. No, commercial. don't do that. We will never. Nobody. We're not allowed to play that. Oh, oh okay. But there, it was just. That's what it reminded me of. That the whole audience just stood there with with their mouth hanging, like like what did he just say? Oh my God! And what was the result? The look on your face. Well, I got the money. You got the money. I got the money. So how valid is the validity? Worth five thousand dollars. <laughs> and so and so, what's really crazy is is that you know I graduate from college or whatnot, and and you you know you have a workshop and you do your little things, and so for a present on my diploma that I've been looking at for you know how long has it been now? Right, ninety nine. 21 years, it, how valid is the validity underneath of it? And and so when COVID happened, uh, you know, we were talking about the, I want to do this show, whatnot. And, and I said, well, you know, what, what are we going to call it? And, and we were just sitting down, I look, looking at that and I was like, what about this? <laughs> what about how valid is the validity? Well, it sums up the whole show. It does. Honestly. It really does. It really and sometimes does. we even get to use it, you know, but yeah. even when I'm telling people about it and you tell them the name. I mean, it's like that's a good name. That's a name. It's a great because it's, it's a great. A great you have to think about it for a minute. I'm telling you, but it's a great. Those name. guys thought about it all evening and probably when they went home. Some of them may still be thinking about it. Well, I love you guys. Thank love you. you too. Thank you. Love and, you. Uh, Thank you, Andy. I appreciate you. Love yeah, Andy love you too. too buddy. Yeah, I appreciate you too, it's a love Andy. Fest. You're welcome. It's a big love fest. So, love uh, fest. you better not talk anymore. I have this button <laughs> over here. <laughs> I'm telling you. So, uh, 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 Maestro uh, headphones. Thank you so much. Guidance whiskey. Roy yeah. Nutrisigns. Titan Motor. Sports for Doliac Law Firm, uh, Sony Mobile for sure, uh, Hertz Audison, and I want to make sure I'm not forgetting. And, and Aurora Nutrisigns, yes. and they're they're amazing, and Good they just uh, started Titan, sponsoring out Titan. Titan just put our radio in our truck and did a tremendous job. Yes. Did a great job. I mean, that, unbelievable. Phil did it with his own hands. Yeah, it was a tremendous job. It was his own hand. All right, until next week, uh, we'll be back next week. Things are going to get get a little interesting over on Wednesdays, uh, just because we're, we're now that we're starting to play again. Uh, we're, we're, we're trying to figure that out. So, but we're going to stick with Wednesdays as, as, as much as we possibly can, but we appreciate you tuning in and make sure you share the podcast, uh, and share the live streams. We really appreciate it. And we'll see you next week. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Charles C. Shaw speaking. KTSA is honored this evening by the presence in our studios of two great men, the Honorable H.G. Wells, world-famous British historian, author, and student of world affairs, and Mr. Orson Wells, the genius of stage, screen, and radio. This is the first time that Mr. H.G. Wells and Mr. Orson Wells have appeared together. In fact, they met for the first time only yesterday here in San Antonio. But this is not the first time that their names have been linked. Two years ago, Mr. Orson Wells adapted Mr. H.G. Wells' book, War of the Worlds, for radio purposes, and you know the rest. Revising the story somewhat, Mr. Orson Welles depicted an invasion of the United States by men from Mars. Although he explained it numerous times during the program that it was fictitious, the country at large was frightened almost out of its wits. Men called radio stations, offering to enlist against the Martians. Others were panic-stricken. The realism of the production, frightening though it was, was a tribute to Mr. Orson Welles' genius. And thus the name of Welles. H-G-W-E-L-L-S and Orson W-E-L-L-E-S became linked. Mr. H.G. Wells, in the opinion of many, is the world's most famous man of letters. He has come to San Antonio to address the United States Brewers Association, and Mr. Orson Wells is here for a town hall forum address Wednesday. In this meeting of great minds, I feel rather inconspicuous, and the less I have to say, the better you listeners will like it. But first, could I interest you gentlemen in a discussion of Mr. Orson Wells' broadcast of Mr. H.G. Wells' book, The War of the Worlds.
You're turning the meeting over to us, sir? I am, for the moment. <laughs> He's turning it over to us. Well, I've had uh, uh, a series of the most delightful experiences seem to, since I came to America. But the best thing that has happened so far is meeting my little namesake here, Orson. I find him the most delightful uh, uh, carrier. He carries my name in an extra E that I hope he'll drop sooner or later. <laughs> <laughs> See no sense in it. And uh, I've uh, known his work before he made this sensational Halloween uh, spree. Are you sure there was such a panic in America, or wasn't it your Halloween fun? <laughs> I think that's the nicest thing that, a, mm. that a, a, a man from England could possibly say about the men from Mars. Mm. Because, uh, uh, Mr. Hitler made a good deal of sport of it, you know, and sp actually spoke of it in the great Munich speech, you know. Mm. And there were floats mm. in Nazi parades. There wasn't much else to say. That's right. There wasn't much else to say. And it's supposed to show the corrupt condition and decadent uh, uh, state of affairs in democracies that the War of the World went over as well as it did. I, I think it's very nice of Mr. Welk to say that uh, not only I didn't mean it, but the American people didn't mean it. I, that was our impression in England. We had articles about it, and people said, have you never heard of Halloween in America when everybody pretends to see ghosts? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, uh, there was some excitement caused. I uh, really can't uh, belittle the amount that was caused, but I think that the people uh, got over it very quickly, don't what you? What kind of excitement? Mr. H.G. Wells wants to know if the excitement wasn't the same kind of excitement that we extract from... Uh, a practical joke in which somebody puts a sheet over his head and says, boo, I don't think anybody believes that that individual is a ghost, but we do scream and yell and, and rush down the hall. Mm -hmm. And that's just about what happens. That's, that's a very excellent description. You, you aren't quite serious in America yet. <laughs> you haven't got the war right under your uh, chins, and the consequences you can still uh, play with ideas of terror and conflict. You think that's good or bad? It's a natural thing to do until you're right up against it. So it ceases to be a game. And then it ceases to be a game. Well, now, uh, here's a thought. Some of Mr. H.G. Wells' writings are termed fantastic, and a few years ago, well, might they have been conceived such. The shape of things to come, which told of a long Indonesian war, was such a fantasy. But, Mr. Orson Wells, do you think that it's so fantastic in view of today's events? It certainly is not so fantastic. And the, the one question that Mr. Mr. Wells has uh, spoken of, not only in the shape of things to come, but has uh, hinted at or directly prophesied a, uh, such a state of affairs following a, uh, a wasting war and a return to a feudalism from which uh, the world would find itself again. And uh, today in Mr. Wells's lecture, he said... Uh, quite the most interesting thing that uh, uh, I've heard in a long time. He said that he'd commenced just recently to ask himself if there was any reason why mankind should so uh, uh, emulate the phoenix and should so uh, get itself out of uh, its mess. He proposed a couple of, uh, of uh, solutions, but he did admit that there that there was a possible excuse for a gloomy point of view, mm -hmm. and that 
it would be good to be realistic about it and not to uh, dismiss the gloomy point of view anymore. Perhaps uh, uh, the time had come to look ahead since the future, uh, Mr. Wells's future, which we've always adored and never uh, really understood, is suddenly upon us. Mm -hmm. And we are living right now in that uh, famous H.G. Wells future, which we all knew about. Now, before we get away from this microphone, tell me about this film of yours that you've been producing. Uh, you're a producer, aren't you? You're right. art director, you're everything. Well, Mr. Wells, What's the film called? It's called Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane, yes. Citizen Not C-A-I-N. No, K-A-N-E. And this Kane. is, of course, the kindest, oh, yes. the most gracious possible thing to do. Mr. Wells is uh, making it possible for me to do what in America is spoken of as a plug. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he understands do the fine old American I don't understand these words, yes. <laughs> Mm -hmm. You understand the, uh, uh, the value, however. Mr. Wells wants me to tell you that uh, I am, have made a motion picture, and he is kind enough to ask me a leading question concerning it. I am looking forward to it. <laughs> very kind, sir. It's a, it's a new sort of motion picture with a new uh, method of presentation and a few new uh, technical uh, uh, experiments, a few new new uh, methods of telling a picture, uh, not only from the point of view of writing, but of showing it. If I don't uh, misunderstand you completely, I think there'll be a lot of jolly good new noises in it. <laughs> 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 I hope so. I think jolly good new noises are what well, the motion pictures could, uh, could uh, well afford these days. I, I hope you're right, and I hope there are some jolly good new noises. I can think of nothing more desirable in motion picture. I'm all for some good new noises.